Barbershop Talk Podcast. You are tuned in live. It's your bro, UG, seller dweller general. You are tuned into the greatest thing since pants with pockets. <laughs> so keep your ears locked. Don't touch nothing. Have you heard about the strange adventures of... Yeah. Yo, what up, y'all? Barbershop Talk. Episode 236. All right, yo. We got a... King Prince. Wes Craven. You know what I'm saying? We got a real special guest coming in later on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker better show up, man. For real. <laughs> but, uh, so we, well, I want to get into it right away so we, get into the, so we get into the good shit. Um, the, 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 the shit with this chick, Brittany. What's her name? Griner? Yeah. Yeah, Brittany Griner. Yeah. That's getting out of hand. Well, it's out of hand. That shit is out of hand. It's all political, yo. Yeah, we know we know that. Yeah. But the fact is that they, they were willing to go that far is <laughs> ridiculous. Like, yeah. Y'all, 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 y'all ruining her whole shit. Bro, nine years. So not just that. I mean, she's a, she's a professional barber. So she's yeah. a career dad. Yeah. You, you, you hold her down for nine years, a career dad. You, you take a motherfucker out of any professional sport for nine years, chances are they're never playing again. Yeah. Your chances are coming back. Because not like she's going to have nine years to practice. You know what I mean? Not, not no, them kind of jails over there. They, they got her on, they got her on um, what they call labor force or whatever it's called, hard labor or whatever. Yeah. So she's gonna be. It's like the, the it's like the chain gang. Yeah, hell no. We, you know what I'm saying? We, like she's gonna be doing hard labor for them for nine years. Yeah. Fuck that. Damn, yo. All, the only lesson I learned from this, which I learned, which I've already, I already felt this way, is certain countries I'm not going to ever. Word. Because you can't take the chance. Nah, the motherfucker, you could get, you motherfucker, could frame your ass. For real, look if at you. If you're exactly, if you're not, if yeah. you're nobody important, the U.S. is not coming to get you. Yeah. If you're not important, you just ask. I don't know if you've seen an old school movie called um, 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 Midnight Express. Nah, it's about this dude. It happened in real life actually though. It's, it's about a dude who um who went to Turkey, yeah. and he got he, um he got caught with some drugs on him. He was doing some 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 um, mewling type shit, yeah. but. They gave him like all oh, like crazy time, like way more than you would normally get. You know what I'm saying? And then it's about like how they treated him over there. Like they treat him like shit, like like a dog. Like you in the like like how ASAP Rocky was talking. Yeah. He was in the cells with like no, with, like no bed and shit like that. Nah, it's rats and stuff in there. Yeah. Like treat you bad. I'm not man. Listen. It's like yo, Gibbs said he was locked up. Nobody spoke any English. Yeah, so that's that's the problem. Say so you never yeah. heard it. Look, yeah. she had an interpreter. Yeah. I can't even trust that. How do I know you telling the judge the right shit? How do I know you're yeah. telling me the right shit that they're saying? Yo, you gotta be paranoid as hell. You ain't getting no visitors. Yeah. So you're gonna have to do a nine year bid, no visitors. Yeah. You're in you're in Russia, so you're not getting visitors. So so you, that takes away visitors. Wow. Like, that's a that's a, a, a severe sentence for what she had on her. Yeah. Like they, they, she just got, she got caught at the wrong time. Cause this was, this, this was literally, what, two weeks or some shit, before, before or right. after the Ukraine shit. Yeah, it's before, right? <clears throat> I'm not even sure. I know it's in that same window, talk, but yeah, she had just missed the time to get the fuck up out of there. Yo, that, that's some sad shit. Cause you got, you got to imagine like, in doing any type of time is gonna be hard. Imagine being in another continent. Yeah, you're in a whole other country than than, than, than your folks. Right. I mean. I don't know. I feel like, yeah. man, then I feel like the wrong person is in office, like, to handle all that right 
Oh yeah, for sure. I I, I agree. I agree with motherfuckers that said that Trump Trump, Trump would have got it. Yeah. Got it. I agree. Yeah. I've i never said that that Trump wouldn't do certain things. I just I still don't I just don't like him still. Right. He's clear. He, he's clearly like uh, like Trump. one of those like a, like a, a racist person who he's gonna treat black people nicely when it benefits him. Right. Right. But it benefits him. But he's yeah. still he's still a racist guy. Trust. Right. 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 He makes it clear by the type of people who follow him. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I, I won't mind. I'll do business. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay. Because like a lot of people say, they at least they know where he stands. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least he, we know how he feels. Yeah, not that wild so shit. So you're not hiding it, hiding shit out like motherfuckers that try to front. Right, right. Not that wild shit Irv Gotti said. No, we're going to get to Irv Gotti. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. We're going to get to Irv Gotti, man. Yeah. It's, man, listen. But yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's a sad situation that the only lesson I can say, and the Gibbs thing too, yeah, that it just make it makes you not want to go visit places. Yeah, like, because I don't we, don't, we go. don't do that to nobody. Motherfuckers don't come over here and, and get bad or some crazy shit yeah. and, and get treated like that. Yo, because as much as I like, I always wanted to go to the UK, but it's like as much as I want to, yo, nah, now nah, the UK the though is probably your best bet if you're gonna travel. Right. If you're going to, because they have the the least amount of those type of issues. Right. A lot of hip hop groups go over there, seem to be doing right. Gibbs got caught out in Australia. Yeah. ASAP was in Sweden. Yo, and they like Gibbs up for a dream when Chick had. Yeah, the whole that whole story behind that was just like, I think they wanted they wanted to, to just to get him. Like, yeah. we'll, take, we'll take any any excuse. You know what I'm saying? We'll take we'll take her side in anything she says as long as she says something. Yeah. That which eventually, obviously, they still had to let him go at some point. But the fact that he was held for how's it like four months? Nah. A couple months, right? Mm-mm. It was like almost a year. He was held that long? Yeah. Holy shit. Damn, I thought it was a few months. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it's just wild. Like, it's wild that if he even goes overseas, I don't know if he has he been back over there? Yeah, I know he he's has? been, um, because he went be. to the, um, I think the boiler room session. I would, I would yeah. not be. To me, uh, same thing with ASAP. I don't care how much they, they're fans. I'm not going back and taking another chance. I, yo, I get P- PTSD just looking at some foreign labels. <laughs> that's what I'm saying because you got to think. Gibbs almost could have been in the situation she's in. It would have been way worse. We're going to hold you guilty for a rape. You, you ain't going nowhere. Man, that might have been like the ultimate penalty. Right but like, you're Australian now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Fuck that, yo. No, you have to be You have to be so important to go to go places comfortably. Yeah. Because you know the U.S. You know what I'm saying? It value you. But other than that, shit, Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? You see what happened with Gibbs? Like, he was he was blessed because motherfuckers was no political motherfuckers were gonna come get nah. Gibbs. Nah, <laughs> they didn't get two bucks like that. Nah, it's not like Nelson Mandela. Yeah, but shit. even then, look at yeah. I mean, nobody nobody, nobody got him. Yeah. yeah. When he came that? out, they was like, oh, that was, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, after this motherfucker did the, the, the largest bid in yeah. history, now, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that motherfucker <laughs> didn't get no special treatment, no early release, no nothing. He got shitted on. Yeah. But, um, I, I, yeah, I guess I just want to get that out of the way because that was the, the only negative news to me. I, I felt that was, that was the only negative vibes because that that's just a fucked up situation to be in. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, imagine being in her shoes when she fans out that verdict. Oh, you're going to be here for nine years. Over this? Over like, what? Yo. <laughs> what the fuck? It's crazy over, over, like, over what, nothing. Two, what, a bait pen or two bait pens? Yeah. Like, something that would literally be a misdemeanor. 
Not even no more. Yeah, not even no more. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Not even no more. It, it, exactly. So it was like, it just shows you how crazy some countries could be because you go over here, and this that same thing is perfectly legal. Right. Go over here, you get nine years in jail for that same exact thing. They're not even trying to, hey, you know, oh, you know, she's an American citizen. I don't understand why there's different laws anyway. This should be like global laws. Yeah, universal law. Like like the United Nations should be like in charge and like, with all just laws for the world. Yeah, when I that, heard, that's weird. When you say, oh, you go in this country, you yeah. can do this, but you go over there, you can't do this. Word. That's confusing as hell. It's easy for a person to get caught up because you're used to doing certain things. Easy. And then you might be over there and just do it by nature. Remember, and I realize, oh shit, I can't do that over here. Yo, remember Sadat was talking about that a few years ago on IG? Word. When he was talking about. He said it's like real easy to get jammed up overseas. I know, I believe it because yeah. their laws are so different. And if you forget, what what you gonna tell them? I remember Meth was telling a story about when they was in Russia. That motherfuckers was searching the tour bus and all yeah, this shit, yeah. tearing their shit up. Because yeah. they knew that them motherfuckers must have weed cause, yeah. because it's mad, Red Man and Meth Man. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said somehow, I forgot, somebody hit it or whatever. Yeah. But he said they were pissed because they, 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 they didn't find it. Yeah. But they were trying to get them. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Which would the hell jammed them up crazy over there? They don't play like that. Yo, they didn't John Wayne get caught up over there. Uh, was that over there? I'm not sure. Like, it's possible. A lot, a lot of people have had experiences like that because I think it's the same thing. I think people go over there and not not be mindful. Yeah. That, hey, this is not we operate different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like going to Amsterdam where everything's the opposite. Everything's legal. Motherfuckers yeah. is doing heroin and shit. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Prostitution is on Front Street. Yeah. Nowhere in the world can you go somewhere where there's prostitutes in the windows. That's wild. Like literally, this, this window shop and pick yo, out some some box. Yo, I like it's like stuff like that. When I hear things like that, it make me just want to go see it. Just to, yeah, that, that's why a lot of people go there just because they want to go somewhere where where they they see something different. Like we will never see that. You seen a video of, um, of of mob over there, right? It's on, I think the whole video is still on, on on YouTube. It was like a small documentary with Alchemist and them. They went to Amsterdam. Nah. Oh, you gotta watch that. Yeah. I seen like an Alchemist <laughs> documentary. Is that the one with prodigies in the kitchen with the hockey jersey? Oh no no no, not that one. No. Yeah, nah. nah, this one is them going. This is them, this is them in Amsterdam. Yeah. But um, yeah, so. Um, Oh, you know, in fact, uh, shots off, off the rip. Salute. You know that they charged those four cops. The ones that killed on um, Brittany. Um, oh, yeah. Brianna. Brianna, my bad. Yeah. Brianna Taylor. Um, I forgot I forgot what year she died. It was last, the year before last, right? It wasn't this yeah, year. Yeah, because it was the same year. The last year. George right? Floyd and all. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is, so this is over. This is two years now. People thought nothing was going to happen to them cops. Yeah. The FBI is charging them, so they, so they, they, yeah, they got up. vacated. Oh yeah, so they they been under surveillance. Yeah, let me name these these fucks. Fuck that. Brett Hankinson, Joshua James, Kelly Goodleft, and Kyle Meany. All dirt bags. They must be going now because they waited this long to actually, and then the feds because the feds always like they say the feds don't come for you until after they build a case. That means they already built their case. Right. And then they show up. Right. They thought by now they was probably good. Like, we're like we got away. That's right. good shit, though. Because they tried... Because the main thing that was fucked up about that situation is how they all got caught lying. 
Word. They tried. They tried to make her look like she was part of the shit, like she was guilty, and she didn't do nothing. Mm. And they tried to frame her. You tried to try to frame a dead woman. Like that's some dirty shit. That's like the other chick. Um, what's her name? Oh, the one that they used to the mugshot. She was dead in a mugshot. Oh, 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 Sandra Bland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like um. I'm that used. was a real creepy situation where yeah. they where they started breaking down saying, yo, she's dead in that picture. She, uh... Yeah, man. I, and, they, and that, but nobody got, no, they, nobody got justice for that one? Nah. You know, ain't nobody. How could you explain that shit? A lot of those prison situations, nobody... And that, that need to be held liable, though. Yeah. Like, you, you arrest a motherfucker, and then that, after that, you're, you're, you guys are the last people to see them live. Yeah. So somebody should be held accountable. But, um, it's like dude, the Weinstein dude, they got um, they found him in the cell. Who? He was hung or whatever. Um, not Weinstein. Oh, Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. The island guy. Yeah, like that. Like, That's a real island boy right there. Yeah. I'm that motherfucker. That one was a pedophile. Did you see the documentary? Yeah. Holy shit, that that guy. Everybody. Was, that motherfucker was running a fucking prostitution ring, basically of kids. Yo. That was creepy. He had his yeah. own like private island just for that shit. And then you got Mad Cats going over there. It got to the point where I was nervous about who I was going to see in this documentary. Yeah. And I was like, please, don't see no Wu-Tang members in this bitch. Nah. It's like, please. Don't. But you see Chris Tucker's name. I don't want to see one killer bee in this motherfucker, yeah. please. Chris Tucker's name came up. Yeah, because that goes in a picture. It's in a picture. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, there's, there's always a question, though, of some people maybe not knowing what's still going on until yeah. they get there. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you've been there more than once, that's when I question you for sure. Like they said, like like Bill, oh, Bill, Bill Clinton was there multiple yeah. times, like on a regular basis. So I'm like, uh, you had no, uh, they keep inviting you back. Oh, every and time they were friends. They wasn't like business shit. They were friends. Nah. They, they knew each other for a long, long time. Yo, yo. every time I see Bill Clinton's face, it always looks like he's down with the fuckery. Yeah, look at you can yeah. see that he was up there. Him and Bill Cosby are the two are the are the two bills that like they ruined it for bills. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that the name Bill's that's out of here now. Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates too, though, because he's well, he's, he's, he's grimy and he, yeah. he's up. He got some tricks up his sleeve. Other than Microsoft, Bill Gates. Yeah, is, yeah, he's yeah. on some other shit. Yeah, exactly. That motherfucker. He's like a super villain. Yo, all of them, Steve Jobs. Yo, yeah, they're like the real life super villains. Yeah, yeah but they 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 using their power that's, to, to try to make yeah. things happen. Cause I don't know why why cats always be bringing Steve Jobs up, yo. Like, read about the rest. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Y'all just y'all impressed that he's a, the billionaire. Yeah. That's, there's some other billionaires out there, you know. Yeah, it's like yo, <laughs> Elon Musk. They don't care about about rappers. Man. They really don't. Motherfuckers are gas because he hangs out with some of y'all. But trust and believe, he'll cut ties with y'all in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> he'll call you a nigga if he needs to get away from y'all. He will he'll drop nah. y'all like he don't know you. Nah, for real. On uh, dramatic tracklist is out. Yeah. And covering tracklist. So I, now I believe it. Yeah. I like, how many how many times? Because I remember I said, well, he didn't he didn't drop the tracklist, so I don't think it's coming out soon. So it's twelve. It's a twelve. He says. So it is thirty songs. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Man. I think I think like I said I think the way his album catalog is I think we're gonna get at least twenty good songs out yeah. of thirty. I want to hear how I want to hear how it's structured though. I think it's like a two side thing. Yeah. Because it's called heart versus mind. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that represents one side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, so that, you know that, what that title means heart yeah. versus mind. 
This is where we know it's gonna be at least. I'm thinking like one side is like ratchet shit. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I guess is that half of it is like super ratchet. Yeah. Yo, cause um, the cover though. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I like the cover though. Yeah. You never, yo, he never disappoints when it comes to covers. You know, you know, album covers fire. The, not the deluxe version, but the regular version of Jesus piece. The one with the um with the stained glass. Yeah. That oh shit yeah. Is fire. With, with, the, with the flag, with Jesus with. The, yeah, that's just fire. Yeah. It's a fire cover. That's it. I like that one, yo. I like um the 1993 joint. Yeah. Um, yo, the red album too. The red album. The, there's a couple versions of that cover, but they're all dope. Oh yeah, I know which one you talking about. The one where you got the, the bubble goose yeah. on, on yep. mask on. That 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 one was that one was fire. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's let's see if this album is is gonna make a, make a list this year. You know, he's been talking enough shit that it, it better be something to talk about. No, I believe <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? And the hit boy, he ain't missing. It wasn't even much new to even get into either this week too. That's another thing. No, no, not much. So. We can talk about... All right, well, first of all, did you listen to that mixtape I sent you? Which one? The, um, DJ Critical Hype. Yeah, yo. It was uh, the All Eyes on Nipsey. Yeah, yo. That tape is kind of fire. Dope, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I found it by accident. I was like, let me play this, Jay. Yo. 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 I never heard this this cat, but I'm like, it's a, it's a good tape. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Never heard of him, but y'all need to go check him out. His name is DJ Critical Hype. Yo, I'm always blown away, pause, mm. by like how they be mixing Nipsey's verses on joints because his flow. Yeah, because it, it, he he seems to blend good with a lot of things. That's yeah, what it is. Like you, know what I mean? joint. you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, this 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 a fire blends on here. Yeah, yo, as soon as I heard that first joint, I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I played that shit immediately, and I was like, oh, I got shit. This is yeah. this, right here, this is pretty dope, man. <laughs> Hell yeah! Because when I first saw it, I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be this is a fire idea." Yeah. Like, is it gonna be executed? Yeah. You know what I'm is it gonna be trash? To me, this is better than the All Eyes on Me album. No, I, I I wouldn't be mad at that at all. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that shit at all to be honest. Nah. Bro. Nah, I'm all mad at that. I'm dead. Yo, because some of these joints, I'm like, damn, this dip is floaty. Yeah, Fuck. it's it's a perfect. Some of these are, are so perfectly made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, yo, that's why I said I never heard this DJ, but he yeah. did his thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to look into what else he's done. Because I don't know if he's new or not. Word. He's new to my ears, but. But yo, man, I've been bumping a lot of Nip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I miss Nip for real. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't played, and I ain't gonna lie, I haven't really played no, no whole Nipsey albums in a minute. Word. I just haven't, got, haven't been one of those. I have, I have a, a playlist Word. that I go to all the time, but I haven't. Yeah. I haven't even played Victory Lap in a while. Yeah. To be honest. Nah, Victory Lap is just one of those albums, man. It hits a whole different way now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. Yeah, because... I was talking to um, Bonnie the other day. She, it was funny we were talking Nip for a minute. She said, she said she, that she saw him live um, and he did the whole Victory Lap album. Yo. That's crazy, yo. I love when cats do that, though. Yeah. Perform a whole, a whole project, not just random songs yeah. or, or just the singles. Yeah. Like, I like I f- album cuts and shit getting done. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yo, I forgot who, who it was. Um, They're behind, um, remember when Ray and Ghost performed their albums live and they had the tuxedos on? Yeah, that's, that's Ja Rule. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called The Vibes. Yeah. He was talking about that shit, The Vibes. The, the Vibes. Yo, I, you saw it's that dope. show, right? Yeah. Shit was fire. Yeah. Yeah, he said that he's, um, he's in talks to, for Lil' Kim, Lil' Kim to do hardcore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a couple other people, he said. He said he, said he wants, they were talking about, um, you heard him on, on Drink Chance yeah. talking about doing the Infamous. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would, that would be. You know, there's, there's certain classic albums that I, I would like to see performed because you, a lot of times you certain songs you've never seen performed live. Nah. You know what I mean? You always see, you always know you're going to see certain songs, yeah. but there's certain songs you've never heard live. Yeah. And it'd be some of your favorite joints. Yo, like I went back and watched um, B-Sides concert. Jay was on fire. Yeah, yo. That was what made that such a fire idea, though. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? He was on it early as far as the idea. Yeah. But yo, a lot of those joints on there, when he performed them live, I was like, yo. Especially when he brought Cam out because yeah. it wasn't just about them making up. It was nah. also the fact that they've never performed that reggae. Nah. And that joint, to me, that's a... Well, I mean, it was big. You know it would have I mean? been a, if they if Jay and them were in a different space. Yeah. it would have been a, it would have been an official single. Yeah, and it would, that would have been a way bigger record. Word, but yeah, that yeah. was like the, a streets record. Yeah, like a, like a street single where everybody knows knows. Yeah, that's like if if um you don't know would have had a video back then. Yeah, like everybody knows knows because because they was because getting played anyway. For real. It was getting played like a single. Almost everything on, like the whole Blueprint album, damn, it was getting played like they were all singles. Yeah. I remember that shit. Like, that album was so heavy as far as rotation and people's personal rotation. Yeah. Man. Before it came out. Yeah. Like, those songs were like, there. Like, like, it was like, you couldn't even tell really what was the single on Blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yo. New Autumn joints. Yo, because when I heard You Don't Know, that's what made me. Yeah. And I heard that on the radio. Yo. <laughs> I was, that shit, I heard that on the radio. I was. I was in I was in pre-release. I heard that on, on, on the radio. I was locked up. Yeah. And I was like, well, Jay got some shit with this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I gotta give yo, this album. Yo, because at yeah. that time, yo, to me, like, I never heard nothing like that before. Then you heard that um that that's one Rizzo said that's one of the beats I made him jealous. Yeah. He says one of the beats he heard that he that he yeah. wish he had made. Yeah. He <laughs> said that's it. It's yeah. hard though. But we need the the unreleased version. Well, project. Yeah. They recorded it. Yes, yeah, that's why I always wondered, does he have those old, because you know Just Blaze is one of the people that holds on to all types of it. Yeah. If, if it exists, Just still has it. Yeah. They always talk yo. about that he got all these takes of stuff, got, that, you know what I mean? Yo, H&IC, LP, over You Don't Know. Yeah, yo, that beat is too hard for Prodigy to miss. Yeah. That's a perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And I can hear Imagine him over that. that. If he had, if he did get it, and then yeah. and that and that had made H&IC. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. He would have had yeah. keep it, yo. But think about it, yo. That would have been the, the one, though. That would have been the one. Yo, Prodigy probably got the most impact singles out of anybody. What do you mean? Uh, like, like out of who, though? Like, what do you mean by anybody? Like, like I'm talking about like the real like iconic joints, like people shook ones. Um, you know, you got shook ones, Quiet Storm. What you you talking? About, oh, what you talking? You talking about his verses? Nah, just the songs, like like songs that's like. You oh, know, like, oh, like right. they're but in the class, class of their own. You know but, what I mean? But you count, but you count group shit too. So you guys don't have in there. Nah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a group effort. Right, right. Nah, definitely. Especially with having being behind yeah. the boards. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's why that's why I think Happy doesn't get enough props is because people gotta remember the sound that he created. Mob Deep had a sound. Yeah. You know that's all Happy, yo. Yeah, they had a sound. Like they, when you heard a beat, you knew you knew Happy did that shit. Yeah. It was one of them things, so, so salute, salute to, to Bob D. Matter of fact, we'll, we'll get into that later too. I'll bring something up about Havoc. Yeah. But on, um, did you hear the new um, 
Well, first of all, no, no, check this out. This shit is called the Patty Flips, right? It's by somebody named Elder Rye. He's a producer. Now, the idea, the concept is fire, wow. but the execution was trash. It's called the Patty Flips. So what he did is, is a whole bunch of instrumentals that he made using Patty LaBelle. Yeah. The concept is dope. Take an artist and right. take one artist and try to make chop up some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did the most, the worst, worst oh, sample flips I've ever heard. You should be able to make some fire. No, this sounds like maybe this is his first time ever using a beat machine. Like, yeah. I, I was I was floored by how wacky it is. Because yeah. I was I was hype off the idea. So I got to hear this. Yeah. Trash. I, yo, I've never downloaded and deleted something so quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, back to back. Boom, boom, boom. All right, nah, never mind. For real. Yeah. Anybody want to go find this and peep it? Go ahead. It's called, it's called Patty Flips by Elder Ra. Super trash, though. I'm sorry. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And I'll um, shout out to details and um Blacksmith details new single. Um yeah. Twenty Rocks, that's what it's called. Twenty yeah. Rocks. They got an album about to come out. Yeah. That song's hard. They both they both did their thing like that like always. They're a good they're a good one two combo. Yeah. But yeah. black Bush has some line, lines yeah. on yeah. Black be black be crossing lines and some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just that yo, that's a hard ass track though. Another one of the ones where it's like there's no catchy hook type shit. Nah. They, they just went for it. Nah. To me, they right now, they bodying that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and after after talking to details, you get you you understand those influences right. all make sense because right. he loves Sean P. Yeah. And you can hear that Sean P in, in, in his his own flow. Yeah, like in his right. own, not his flow, in his lyrics. Yeah. Like the sarcastic right, type right, of shit. Right. Not the way he raps, yeah, but nah. the way he has sarcasm and, and shit, like you know, those slick yeah. lines and shit. Yeah. You can hear that. You hear that Sean P shit? Like, yeah. when he, once he said that, that's all I can see that. He make fun of the most awkward shit. Yeah, and, you, and I had a film though, because I used to see that he used to post Sean Price when he still does, yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker loves Sean Price. He yo. I see him post him more than any other artist. Tell me, And yo. it shows. Yo, and today's like, it's the, the anniversary of Sean P. Yep. Passing, you know what I mean? I hate the fact that it's, it's the, they do that, that day, that, um, that concert thing. And like, not, I don't think a lot of enough people support it. Nah, like more more bigger artists should go out and support that. Nah, for real. You know what I mean? Like they do it for like big and all that stuff too. You know what I mean? Like they should more more people should get involved in, in that. Nah, for that real. That type of shit, you know? That, that's that's, that's kind of that's kind of whack that, that you don't see bigger names over there doing you know doing them yeah. festivals like supporting that. But nobody they didn't hold them down when some people. No, no, that, that's a fact too though. That is a fact. That, that is supported. a fact. You know what I mean? But just, and a little too, you know what it is too? I'm tired of seeing him, like, it's like, it's kind of like only a certain circle of people were acknowledging him. Yeah. People. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like he was it's, one of the, he was, he was one of the, the, one of the best. For real. But he, only a, only a small amount of people would acknowledge him like that. Yo, I used to get into it with cats all the time about, like, I thought Sean P was better than 50 Cent. I felt like P. He is better than 50 yeah. Cent. Nah, for real. No, Fifty Cent never. Fifty Cent never been considered nobody's. Like we talking about rap, we talking about bar shit. Nah, 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 nah. Shit. Nah, but I remember like yo, everybody was on G Unit. That was oh yeah, heavy, was, yeah. Yo. It was hard. It was hard to get people on that movie. People, yeah. there was people who jumped on on, on the G Unit bandwagon. Never got off. Yeah, and stayed and rolled that shit out even after they was played out. Yeah, it was yeah. like fam, it's gone. Yeah, you still you still it's got gone. got a few people still hold it on. Yeah, wait, waiting. Wait, yeah. waiting for him to reconcile. Yo, G Unit, it feel real fubuish. It does though. Just so, just like, just like speaking of fubu, same thing with those with those whack ass tank tops. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing. That feels like if you if you found an old FUBU jersey somewhere. Nah. Like, like, I ain't wearing that shit. It's like, nah. I'm, I'm rock steady. You said that ain't a throwback. Your shit is just old. Yeah, fact. <laughs> fact, because people do abuse that. Throwback yeah. means it's classic. Yeah. Like, this was that fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People wanted it. Everything people is not wanted throwback. Down. Lugs nah. is not throwback. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Shit. <laughs> That's true. Though. That's a good point, man. Motherfuckers do don't know sometimes the difference. Yeah. Well, you got yeah. cats with old ass jerseys, hold it on to it. Like, yeah, w- waiting for them to, to, to come back in style. You got an Aaron McKee jersey, and then, and break break out the same jerseys because because they're waiting for it to come in style again. Uh, like, all right, I'm ahead of the trend. But I don't know. I don't think mm, jerseys, yo. I don't, the certain ones. I haven't worn a basketball jersey since high school. Word. For real. Wow. I only owned a few. Like, I had Sean Kemp. Yeah. The the, the uh, away one, the green. Yeah. I had, I had the uh, Shaquille Magic's one. Yeah. That one was like his, tight. Like his rookie year when he was a rookie. Yeah. I had that jersey. Um, and... I had one more though. I don't remember what it was I had another fire jersey though Damn I can't remember what it was Oh oh um, Dominique Wilkins Yeah Yo <laughs> Yo That was the only one I ever actually owned Dominique Wilkins that Dominique dude. Wilkins was that dude Back then What I go, I'll be watching them Watch them old dunk contests When he went up against Jordan Yeah Yo Yo That was one of the best dunk contests He's like Vince Carter He's like Vince Carter Before Vince Carter Yo people He, man, he used to be killing people With that windmill shit <laughs> He could, nobody can still do it like the, the, the exact nah. way that he was doing that shit. Nah, that's like Kareem with the with the finger roll. Shit, that's just wild though. <laughs> hey, I, I be watching all those old old um, NBA the dunk contest and All Star Weekend. Yeah. All the ones from like the early nineties. Those are the fire ones from like yeah. from like eighty seven to like ninety four. What? Like that's the golden window of yeah. like the All Star Weekends and all that. Yeah. Now like All Star Weekend is trash. Yeah. <laughs> For real, Dunk Contest be born to the motherfucking now. Nothing be going like, on. Yeah, that shit is whack. Nobody even gets hyped no more. Like, uh, it's just corny. Yo, even watching the NBA now, it's not funny, yo. It's not. It's like everybody, I don't know, it feels too pretty to me. Are we going to address uh, the, the uh, curtain call, too? I don't know if there's anything to say. I had a, con- I had a conversation that, with Akil about this. You should have kept that in the vote, dude. Um, yeah, we, we, was, we, was, we was talking. Me and Kill had a conversation about two days ago right. about this. And I said, yo. Hey, yo, what's the point of a greatest hits album that's now? What was, that's what, exactly what we were talking about. You know what so man? what's the point? You, all these, you can make this playlist off your streaming service. So he's doubling his streams. The only difference is there's like three extra songs. There's like three unreleased songs. They're all trash. They are trash. They're, especially people getting all hype over the one that has 50 on it. Yeah, that's garbage. Like, that shit right is there. not even... Like that's not even that's far from from what we expect or would want right now. It sound it sounds like a song that got trashed. Like it got put on the shelf for a reason. Word. I don't think the majority of these songs together was that fire. But not just that. No, you're right. But not just right. that. We also was talking about how even if you, even if greatest hits albums still counted. Right. This is the worst greatest hits list. These are just all singles from the last. These are but these are like the worst of the worst ones. Yeah. This is this is just the shittiest greatest hits. Album I have ever seen as far as the list. No, like, the first curtain calls was better. By by far. Like, yo, well, this is just, is just a combination of songs. It's like 30 songs, and I would say at least 20 of these songs I don't like. 
Oh. I'm like, this is a this is a bad list. So this was just a this was, this move was whack. If you're not gonna drop another album with some with some good production, other than that, I don't really give a fuck. This is miss me with the the fucking greatest hits. Yeah, because nah. you know, and, and the M fans gonna eat this up. No, yo, he's like number one on the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You gonna go, he's gonna eat this up like, and stream up yo, by, by by using songs over again. Yo, I'm saying you know this. Yo, I was blown away. I seen that number one on the chart. Like, like, like y'all could just go and listen to these albums yesterday. Yeah, you know, what they, what I mean? you do know all these songs were still there on the title yesterday. Yeah, they were, they were already there. Yeah, <laughs> like yo, who who played who? They weren't, they you know weren't released. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's wild though. It is. I saw that shit. I said, once I looked at, scrolled down the list, track was said, "What the fuck?" The guy. Get to the fifth thing I never heard. And yo, I was like, these are trash songs, too. Y'all played like seven million times already. That too. Like, yo. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. That's like Michael Jackson's greatest hits coming out right now. Let, let me not disrespect him. We got to talk about Jay Worthy. Yo, yeah. That's all I say. Nothing good came out this week. That, no, that, that album just dropped. Yo. Jay Worthy and Harry Frost. Yo. Did you hear it? Yeah. No yeah. album. Yeah, yo. Oh, this wait. album is dope. Yo. Did you know him? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I I love this album. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm surprised. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to really rethink the list when it comes to the end of this year. It's already looking looking hard again. Like looking like a I got over ten already yeah. that I really really like. Yeah. Yo. You so, know what I'm so, which one you like better? Um. Him and Larry June. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one, but yeah. I'm probably gonna go with this one because yo, he sounds like he's rapping. Yo, yeah. There's that joint. There's a joint on here. Oh. What's it called? I wrote down the name of it. Oh, it's called the Almighty. Yeah, yo. Yo, he's rapping like he sounds like he's going. He's on in. some lyrical. Yeah, shit, like right. yo, I had to double check because I thought it was somebody else from it. Yo, that's how this whole album sounds. He doesn't sound like the, like himself. Yeah. A lot of these songs had to double check. So, wait, that's him? Oh shit, that's him. So it yeah. kind of sounds like he had a point to prove. Yeah. Larry June on here didn't do nothing that surprising. He did Larry June. Yeah. Good job, Harry. He says at the end of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Harry. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually, no, I love this album. Yeah. Production's great. Harry Ford finally gave me another project that I like. Word. He's been kind of missed to me the last couple of projects. Yeah. I'm like, Harry Ford ain't been on it like he, like he should nah, be. No, but this one, he's, yeah. he's back. They gave you, but you know what it is too. Jay Worthy has a good selection, like beat selection. He knows what works for him. Yeah, yo, what you call it? So yeah, yo, I think Jay Worthy. <clears throat> this might be his album, like his oh, best no, one. I'll tell y'all too. It's, yeah, so, so my bad. It's, it's called. Hello. Hello. Yeah, who we speaking to? Uh, this is Dr. Dre. Who am I speaking to? This is Wes Craven, Barbershop Talk Podcast. King, My co-host over here, King Prince. Yo. Gentlemen. What's up? Hey, how's it going, Yo. man? It's, it's an honor. It's, it's an honor. The blessing's all mine. No, it's an honor for real, yeah. Like, yo, because yeah. we, we, like, we, we always want to talk to the people that, that are important to the culture. You Thank know what you. I mean? Not just, not just whoever... Is, is, is hot in the radio right now and shit like that. Like, nah, the people who, who made it what it is right now. Y'all made it possible for other people to do what they're doing right now. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
So um, I, I mean, I just want to know in, in a, from the beginning, really, because like we don't know much. We don't really get to see much of your your side of the story. Like 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 we know we we see a lover a lot. You know what I'm saying? A lot because he's you know, and I know most of what he says, but we never really get to hear your side of the story or your point of view on things or just just your your take on everything. So I just want, if anything, I just want to start like from the beginning with you as far as like how you came into this game in the first place. Where would you like me to start? Um, how, how about on where, where? All right, where where was you? You were DJ. How'd you start DJing? How about that? Yeah. Like how long you been Started DJing? D- Let's say that. <laughs> like what age? Fifty-eight. I'm fifty-eight. I started DJing at fourteen. Man, okay, okay. Yo, so you said, yeah. um, is it true that you DJ for uh, Beastie Boys? Yes, it is true. I did DJ for the Beastie Boys. I DJ for the Beastie Boys. My group, Original Concept, wrote a song for Run DMC called Proud to be Black. We did oh, that. Oh, sick. That's how I'm uh, raising hell. Yeah, on that. Um, let's see. I created the 808 Boom Sound that seems to be pretty popular right now. Oh shit! With songs from original concept named "Can You Feel It," "Knowledge Me," which has been sampled, I can't even tell you how many times. And one of my most famous songs is "Pump That Bass" by original concept. See, I gotta do, I gotta do my, my own. Go back to to visit those, do my homework on those. Cause, um, there you go. Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even know to be honest. That's that's dope. So, like, do you feel, do you feel like you get the credit you deserve? No. <laughs> that, that, I, I don't work. work. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> Really worry about it because those records still exist. The sound still exists. Right. So the credit I'm not looking for. Right. The blessing is what I've gotten. Right, right. I started DJing, and uh, when I went to Adelphi University, I was in a music class with a gentleman named Mr. Bill Stephanie, who eventually became president of Def Jam Records. Uh, Harold McGregor, a.k.a. Harry Allen. I got to ask him from Public Enemy. And Carlton Ridenauer, a.k.a. Chucky D, A.K. Chuck D, Public Enemy, and we were all in the same class. With oh, the late great Dr. Andre Strobert called uh, "Black Music in America: <laughs> The Origin, Part One and Two. Mm. and Two," uh, and we all got together. And Bill and Chuck took me up to BAU, and the rest became history. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. See, so you got to witness a lot, a lot because that, that at that time you guys are still like like the like like the genre was new. Yep. So you this guys are actually 19... witnessing the form, like right. actually see from, it develop. This is from 1983, mm. all the way into 1989 when I joined MTV. In those days, we had Spectrum City, President Ann Shockley, Wizard KG, aka Keith Shockley. Butch mm. Cassidy, Chuck D, and of course the one and only MC DJ Flavor, aka Flavor Flav, and my group The Concept, aka Original Concept, T Money, Easy G Rockwell, and Rapper G, uh, The Concept Cuties, The Night Nurse who came on before us, mm. playing reggae Amy Wachtel, the late great Rusty J on Sunday nights. And the gentleman who ended up taking my place when I left to go on tour was Wildman Steve. You know what's dope right there? Is the fact that yes. you remember all these people. 
Oh, I'm... no, the How fact that you, that you actually like, you know what I mean? Like he he clearly without even pausing, he 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 didn't leave nobody out. He remembered all these people. Oh, I also got to remember one other person, the great John Schmidt, who held everything together while we were there. Um, you could say a mentor to us all mm. and a busybody to us all. But his <laughs> blessings of being there and showing us how everything kind of worked and his experience from commercial television on ABC to being around a bunch of young college kids, uh, which Bill and myself and Chuck actually were the only ones who went to Adelphi. But our two organizations actually started to become as one. So we became what I call hip hop's greatest incubator mm. at Adelphi University, WBAU 90.3 FM. And I do mean hip hop's greatest incubator. Uh, definitely true. That's fire. Yo. And people always say, well, you know, you're from Queens. Y'all ain't from Brooklyn. You're from the Bronx. You're from uptown. Yeah, we all were. We all have family there. Right. We just grew up in Nassau County and Suffolk County. And we had towns. They were called boroughs. So we do pay homage and we do understand the people who came before us, like the late, great Mr. Magic, Africa Islam, and WHBI. We do recognize and give lots of respect to DJ Cool Herc and Herculoids, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, the great DJs, the Infinity Machine, Disco Twins, King Charles. I mean, yeah, we never considered ourselves to be Oh, we were the only ones. Right. We also went out and we were fans of what we were doing and being a part of it. So we threw our own parties and groups like New Edition, LL Cool J, Fat Boys. I mean, uh, the lists go on that all participating in functions that we threw at Roller, Roller, Roller Castle and uh, all over Long Island. We, we were... We were entrepreneurs, hustlers, and we were fans, and we were DJs first. Mark, major promoters, and we did very well at it. That's why I wanted to know because the beginning is because I didn't know that. Like, so you had already established relationships with a lot of people before MTV. I didn't know. Yes, I, I, did. didn't, I didn't know that though. I was new Curtis Blow, Houdini. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Russell Simmons, Russell Rush, Bill Adler, Carmen, uh, Lee, Lee, uh, Leo Cohen and company, Tony Rome, Jimmy Spicer, AKA Super The Adventures of Super Rhymes, mm -hmm. um, great groups like the Mastodon Committee. Um, even when I went out on tour with my group, Original Concept, uh, Queen Latifah, and DJ Mark the 45 King opened for us. And even when we uh, performed in England, Boogie Down Productions, AKA KRS-One, opened for us. And I'm also one of the first people to be, to, be, to have interviewed KRS-One and the late great Scott LaRock before he was assassinated. Mm. Along with great groups like Run DMC and the late great Jam Master J, LL Cool J, Beastie Boys, Africa Bambata, Cool DJ Red Alert, Chuck Chill Out, oh shoot, Davey DMX, Yo. 
uh, Fearless Four. Um, yeah, we had quite a bit of reach on people. And I was pretty much out there long before I even got to MTV. Right. I pretty much done a lot of things. And our little crew, we were always determined to say, how far can we take this? So did that help you? Um, did your relationships or your, or your or the people you was around at the time did that help you um, get into the um, MTV? No, nah. <laughs> I wish I could say yes. <laughs> no, uh, one of the, the executive producer, and I'm gonna say late great because it's amazing. So many people I know have passed away. Mm. The late great Peter Darty, the executive producer who brought your MTV raps from England to New York. Oh, shit. Into America. Uh, knew of me from my time with the Beastie Boys. And he saw me DJing at a loft party that I did with Jessica Rosenblum and a guy named Beaver. And he said, yo, Dre, how you doing? I said, oh, what's up? And he said, hey, uh, you seen this thing uh, called Young TV Raps we were doing? Prior to that, he had just done episodes with Fab Five Freddy on Saturday, which was like, what a great, great host, a great choice. But on the initial um, test pilot, Run DMC and Jam Master J, late great Jam Master J, actually did the pilot at Nassau Coliseum for the Def Jam tour, which I'm in that pilot, which is funny. It's the middle of the summer. It's about 200 degrees outside. And I'm wearing this hot-ass Def Jam jacket, <laughs> introducing public enemy on stage. So... I guess the gods are telling me what was next. So he saw me at this loft party and asked me to come to his office and wanted to talk to me about the show. A couple of days later, I went up there and spoke to him about it. And he said, well, we're thinking about um, doing a daily show and Fat Five Freddy doesn't want to do it. Would you be interested? And I looked at him and I said, you gotta be kidding. You don't want this big fat black guy from Long Island on MTV. I, I I don't fit the MTV type. I think I'm a little bigger than the MTV type. He said, no, 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 come on, man. Let me see. I think it'd be a good idea. He said, what, first he asked me what, do I, what I think it needs, the Fab Five show. And I said, you need to have some little comedy, little live action, little community stuff going on. He said, well, can you promote, can you produce it? I said, oh, sure I can. Yeah. I know how to make TV. I'm great at this. Didn't know a thing. Yeah. So I went to the dude who does know stuff, T Money, who was actually going to school at New York Institute of Technology for communications, television, and radio. And we produced a segment in some barber chairs. And the guy that was supposed to do the segment didn't show up. So I jumped in a chair and did the part. Mm. Peter took the tape, went back to MTV, asked me to come up and talk to me. And when he did, he said, that's when he told me about they wanted to spin it off and what I be what I consider hosting the Daily Show. I didn't believe him. So he brought his production assistant at the time, the late great Ted Demi, and introduced him to me. We went to his office. I did another audition tape then. He was cracking up, he liked it. Um again wearing this hot ass Def Jam jacket, sweating like a bull. <laughs> left his office, went back to Pete's, chatting with him about some stuff. Ted comes back 
I says, can you come back to my office? I want to ask you a question, some stuff. So I walked back to his office and I see this tall, skinny guy sitting in the hall with blonde hair with a gumby. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I wasn't, I didn't fit the MTV type. So I went in the office and he says, hey, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. His name is Ed Lover. I said, oh, hey, how you doing, Ed? He says, I know who you are. You're Dr. Drake. I listen to you on the radio. Oh, you know, no big deal. You know, not being cocky, just mm. thanks. Right, right. So we sit there and we do this audition tape. We see these dreadlock wigs. Ted has on his uh, heart rack. We put them on. We do this whole Jamaican get up. Ted falls out laughing, puts it on tape, runs down the hall, talks to his bosses. I go back down to Pete's office. Pete's on the phone with Ted, and he told me, well, you got the job if you want it. I said, I need to think about it. Ted calls me back to his I'm like, I'm going back up and down the hall. And he says, um, I know you don't know each other, but I have an idea that I think if you two guys did the show, it would be different. And I would like to try it that way. What do you think? I said, well, let me think about it. Got in my car, went on, went back to my crew at 510 South Franklin in Hempstead to meet with Chuck, Keith, Hank, Butch, and company, and told them that MTV just offered me a job to host the Daily Young TV Raps. So us being who we are, man, don't sell out to them. We can do it on our own. Yo, I said, dude, come dude. on. Carlos De Jesus did New York Hot Tracks. Oh, you got shit. the great Ralph McDaniels right. and Lionel Martin doing video music box. Mm-hmm. And Chuck said, Drake, you got a job? I said, no. Well, you got to lose. I said, you got a point. He said, come on, man. Let's do what we do at BAU. Just bring it there. So I went back and I said I'd do it. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't see. I didn't even know. Like I think a lot of people are under the impression that, that you you and Ed Lover like know each other knew each other. Like you guys, because you guys had a chemistry like y'all like y'all childhood friends or some shit. Pretty much. That's crazy though. I would say honestly, because T Money and I are childhood friends. We go all the way back to the fifth grade. Mm, right. If I would have said, no, I'm going to do this by myself because right. I was offered the job by myself and I'd have brought T in or someone else, whatever. I don't think it would have worked out the way it did. I'm not certain. Right. But I go by what the creator gave me and the master planner and then I made it work. And eventually we brought on T Money. We made it work. And we, we decided... Our major rule to each other was, whatever we do, don't be anything but ourselves. Don't right. try to act like we have to look. We have to look for MTV. Don't act like we worked on MTV. Just mm. get on the show and do the show. Right. And let's let's let's. And we did everything, from programming the videos, to designing what show went where, to picking the guests. We did everything. Oh, word! Y'all chose the guests and shit. Yeah. Everything. Yo. I'm the first person who ever bought turntables on a set at MTV. I said, it's MTV. Why are we playing music? Yo. So I started playing music and they were like, yo, why are you playing music? 
Yo, this is what, because that's what I was going to ask you too, man. Like, um, the records and everything y'all was playing, like, during the, the, the breaks in between videos, yo, was y'all really playing them? Like, yo, that's ill to know. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. You couldn't, you didn't hear me scratch and backspin and yeah. no, that's, stop that's the dope, record and do it? Yeah. So y'all had full control of the content. You know, we had, let me be honest. They said, we don't, we don't, or as Ted and, well, Ed and I used to say, this is a summer job. Sometimes we'll have it, sometimes we won't. Mm. So while we have it, let's throw out all the stops. Right. All I can do is say, hey, you guys are gone. What do we have to lose? Nothing. So we brought everything to the table. So what was your what what was your per, your personal it might be it might be I know it's probably a difficult question but what was your favorite personal guest that you had on didn't have one we had an incredible <laughs> array of guests and people say oh oh you can't pick one no that's why I said it's probably how do you compare question. how do you compare Bobby Brown to James Brown you cannot For real, that's true. how do you compare Pam Greer to Salt and Pepper you cannot true, true, true. how do you compare Mel Gibson and Howard Stern, you cannot. How do you compare Public Enemy, Buster Ron, I mean, Leaders of the New School, Bismarcky, Tribe Called Quest, um, Young MC, NWA, Snoop Dogg? I mean, can I keep going with the list? Yeah, and you're going to tell me, pick yeah, one? Yeah, 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 you got a point. Pick no, one? Facts, yo. No, There's no, never a right. one. There's bro, never bro. a one. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for the blessing of those artists, the fans, mm. and I won't even say us. I will say the one thing we did is we wanted to make sure we could keep it as genuine to the truth as possible. Word. And if something went wrong, we talked about it. If something went right, we talked about it. If we wanted to be silly, you saw it. Right. Our first guest on your own TV raps wasn't even a rapper star, wasn't a hip hop star. She was a rock and roll Hall of Fame star. She wrote an album called Trap um, Tapestry. Mm. Her name was Carol King. You know why she got on the show? What's up? She was sitting in the stands while we were taping. She went to the said, Who is that? Said, hold on. Came back. Oh, that's Carol King. I said, really? Songwriter? Singer? <laughs> he said, yeah. She come on the show. Hold on. She came back. She said, she don't know nothing about rap. I said, that's perfect. Come on the show. Yo. <laughs> she came on the show. It's our first guest. Yo, that's fire. First guest on your own TV raps. How how'd you guys um like Get in contact with was like not contact, but how'd you pull off like getting James Brown? Like that's wild. Cause I remember seeing that and I was like, yo. Cause James had just done a song with full force mm. called Static. James was our greatest mentor, our greatest inspiration. And how can you not do a show with James Brown when every other record Using, was using, using sampling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Public, I mean, for for public enemy yeah. using 
funky drummer to death, which is yeah. that thing was so crazy. We were doing that at BAU before we did before they did it on records. Mm. We did that in my song. Can you feel it, Bobby Bird? Everybody over here, get on up. Yeah. So James was like our blood. So we thought James was gonna come on for one day. Mm-hmm. He stayed the whole week doing the Ed Lover dance. <laughs> and it's like, that was my fifth time meeting him in person. Right. I've known James Brown all my life. From a little kid, when I saw him at a concert at the Westbury Music Fair with my father, and when he did Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud, and I'm talking about the building rocked, I knew I had to get into music. I said, I got to do this. This is incredible. And he lived around the corner from my grandmother in St. Albans, Queens, and gave me 45s when we rang his doorbell. Oh shit! So I knew I got to get, I got to, I got to, I got to get in this business. So when he came on the show, it was like a family reunion. That was one. Of my, that was one of my favorite episodes, just because I grew up with that in the house. You know what I'm saying? James Brown records was yeah. heavy rotation in my house. You could tell think, nothing about James Brown. I think what we said was, it was called Yo! MTV Raps. When we first started doing the show, we didn't have enough rap videos. Mm. We didn't. So we played Bob Marley. We played James Brown, Paul Funkadelic, Anything that moved a crowd from being a DJ. Right. I mean, that also, I put my input in that. But I had great thought in it too. And our thoughts were, if people are watching it, this may be the first time they've ever seen these videos. Word. Ever. True. And it was the truth. So we're very blessed. And look at all the influences from those artists when we played those videos. I mean, Africa Bambada and James Brown did a a song together. Yeah. Also, called Unity, Peace, yeah. Unity, Love, and Having Fun. Yeah, I just, I just saw that video love. for the first time a few weeks ago. Recently? And we, yeah. we played that video. So when you say, why James Brown? I say, why not? Yo, that, that's, that's, um, I think he might still be the most, I know at one point they said he's the most sampled person. In, in, yes, he is. I was like, and it's, and it's true though, from, from day one. In everything, James Brown's career lasted from the 50s into the 90s, almost to the 2000s. Right. He put music out. I had a lot of favorite episodes, so I, I know you can't pick one, but and even for me, it was hard to pick one. But um, do you know that all, all the episodes are, are, are streaming again? Yes. That, that's. I think that's dope though, because you get to see. Because I haven't. I, I started rewatching them, and some of those I haven't seen since then. So it was dope to go back and watch those episodes with because the, they have the videos included. So it, it's dope to see all the original episodes. Yeah, mm. that's a blessing. Thank you. Paramount. It's on Paramount Plus. Um. Yeah. Um, my my. I'm 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 a Wu guy, right? So I want to ask you about Wu Wu Tang at the Wu Tang episode. Is it is it okay. is it true that that I don't know if it was, it was a, not a beef, but that some 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 of them didn't like that y'all that y'all y'all was making jokes 
with the kung fu shit. I remember Ed Lover told a story, somewhat, something to that effect. Like that they didn't like that that when he did the kung fu thing. Let me say something. A lot of people didn't get us being or making jokes about what they were doing. Right. Some people took themselves too serious. Mm. But four of the members of the Wu Tang Clan uh. are some of my best friends to this day. Mm. Method Man, Ghostface, Killer. When ODB, late great ODB, was around, and even um, the RZA, we all because we were there when they were passing out free cassettes. Mm, damn. So when we got them on Yo MTV Raps, we kind of solidified their their situation, along with us being on Hot ninety seven. In the morning, I, I, I remember the, the, the morning shit, but we didn't get to. We we didn't get to, I didn't get to see or hear none of that stuff until later on because we it wasn't local for us. Yeah, and that was another problem, but that's in my book as we go down the road. But the thing is, some people didn't get it. Um, matter of fact, I was just talking with Chuck, and we were making jokes that when Chuck came on one time, and he and I started going back and forth, snapping on each other, and then Ed's eyes popped out of his head and said, "Yo, yo, why are you talking to Chuck like that?" I said, what are you talking about, dude? Chuck and I known each other longer than I known you. Mm. This is what we do. Right, right. And then when Flavor and I got on, they all lost their mind. Because Flavor and I, that's all we did is snap on each other. And the thing is, people say, oh, so I mean, I can snap on Flavor. They go, nope. <laughs> you can't talk about Dre. And you can't talk about me. What we do between each other, that's our business. You can't get in there. That's not for you. But we had sense of humor. We had good senses of humor. We were pretty damn funny. Word. Yo, I've read that, <clears throat> that Chuck and Flav is legendary at snapping on people. Word. Yeah. yeah. That's well, you what we tell did. Flav, you could tell Flav, like, he seemed like somebody that, that, that would like to have fun, like, jokes. Like, just joke a lot and shit, you know? But you never know that about Chuck because you know him closely, I guess, because like he comes, he comes across so serious. Like you know what I mean? He like does, I never picture Chuck D joking about anything. The funniest thing about that, and I was recently with Chuck. We were just sitting there cracking up and snapping on each other about what was going on and who did what. Mm. And then we have our serious part of our conversation. Right. He's like everybody else. He really is. Right. But I find that with a lot of people that I've met inside hip-hop and outside of hip-hop. And um, I remember the first time I actually met Prince and talked with him. And he invited me into his office and I was with a friend of mine, a reporter, and they told him, you can't take any pictures, no recordings, no, no writing nothing down. He said, he's here to talk with Dre. You gotta be cool. Mm. And dude was like, but can I ask him a question? He said, you can, then you can walk out and leave. <laughs> oh, shit. So I was trying to say, yo, yo, just chill, chill. <laughs> so when we were down in the main hub, because he could ask questions, he had a press conference and a bunch of people were there. So I said, excuse me, Dr. Dre, you on two reps? He said, really? Like, I don't know. So we all kind of laughed. So we went up in his office and my partner was there. And then his whole personality changed. And he and I start talking like that. And he's, and he's looking at me going, 
you know him like that? I said, yeah, I've been here before. I've been in his crib. What are you talking about? No, you know him like that? Yes. So I, I got to ask. That's why he doesn't How do you know you Prince? That way. I got I to gotta ask that because not everybody, uh, not many people can say that. Like, how do you know Prince? Okay. No, there's some people that can say it. And everybody, he treats everybody the way he treats you personally when he gets to know you. I'll tell you a brief story and then I got to let that go. Um, so on his birthday one day, I was doing the traffic jam at the at our morning show, and I knew it was his birthday, so I played all Prince records, anything with dope beat, anything that had a hard flavor, played it. My music director got pissed, came running, what are you doing? You're breaking format. I said, could you back it off? This is my time. Bye-bye. Get out. I don't believe you do. <laughs> and the phones lit up. People going crazy. Ed was just, no, this is hot. Jay's killing it. Jay's in there killing it. So we went to our morning meeting and she came in all upset. And my pro but, uh, um, program director said, uh, Dre, um, I understand it's Prince's birthday. You didn't play a Prince song, but you just played 35, 40 minutes. Prince. And I said, and? But, but you know, Hot 97, you know, uh, Home Hip Hop and R&B. And I said, and? <laughs> but Prince is not that. I said, really? I said, let me ask you this question. Do you think Michael Jackson's hip hop? Oh. No. He's, I said, you're wrong. So I said, let me ask you this question. So when I play Dancing Machine and I play the break, and I'm going back and forth on the break on Dance Machine. That that's that's not hip hop. No, not right. really. Yes, it is. Because the thing is, you don't know what hip hop is. Right, right. So when I'm playing Get Off by Prince, you know, because it's got a dope beat. And I'm gonna let a woman be I'm gonna let a man be a man and let a woman be a woman. Get off. If you want me, baby, here I am. And those lights are lighting up on that phone. And I got more requests than anybody else. I guess I'm doing the right thing. Right, right. Exactly. So I, I kind of got pissed and left. And um, they were trying to call me back. So I went home. And I went home. And at the time, my uh, fiance was pregnant. She picked up the home phone. And said, somebody's on the phone for you. I said, hello? I said, somebody's been looking for you. And they're going to call. I said, who? Billy Sparks is looking for you. Yes, yeah, sure he is. Give him my number and call me. Click. I was pissed. I was pissed off. Because oh, I heard so many people who were just, you know, very happy. What I did, and I was like, I was hyped. I was psyched. Right. Not because I did it. I knew what I did. I knew playing side of the times, get off, playing... Um, the Ballad of Dorothy Parker, you know, crazy stuff with beats Word. with it, and then you know, it was, it was just perfect, it worked. A phone rings, hello, hey man, what's going on? It's your boy Billy Sparks. Yeah, what's up, Billy? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I know him. He says, hey, uh, Dr. Dre, yeah, 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 Dr. What's up? He says, hey man, your friend wants to talk to you. I thought you are talking to me. 
No, your friend. Put some on the phone. Hey, man. How you doing? Who's this? What's your friend? He said, you DJ this morning. I said, yes, I did. Did they tell you to play that? He said, nobody tells me to play anything. I play what I want in the traffic jam. Wow. I just want to thank you, man. That was, you are really good. Mm. Thanks. Now, I appreciate this, but who is this? <laughs> Billy's going to talk to you. So he passed the phone up there. Hey, man. He's all excited. Hey, man, you know, your friend's going to be in town. And I'm like, and it's not registering who Billy Sparks is to me yet. And I'm like, yeah. Um, he wants to know, can you come meet him? Sure, why not? All right, I'll send, I'll send information to the station. I said, no, here, just give it to me. I'll write it down. What time will we be here? Oh, okay. He's going to be playing at so-and-so. You want to come by? I said, well, can I bring some people? He said, sure you can. Still didn't catch on. Mm. Hung up the phone. Turned him around. Yeah, Billy Sparks on the phone. Billy Sparks? I said, yeah. Isn't that Prince's manager? And I go, I think Prince was on the phone. Sure Prince was on the phone? <laughs> that's, how, that's how we started. Yeah. That's how it started. Wow. That's dope, yo. That's crazy because like it's like it's like you always every every you always hear a story about Prince. Like everybody has a Prince story. Like you know what I mean? There's so many stories of people and it's like and and you never heard no bad story. Nah. Like you never heard nobody tell a bad story. He, he was laid back, cool, but he was funny. Mm. He would do practical jokes. He would snap, you snap back on him. I used to say, yeah, man, step up on this so we can look out of eye. Oh, you funny now. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't take himself as serious mm. as other people took him serious. Right. He thought it was all a joke. To me, that's how he was around me. I can't confirm with anybody else. I know me. And I know when I met with Morris Day and Jerome, and they told me, they said, yeah, man. He always talks about you. He says, yo, you are the coolest dude. And you this and you that. And I'm like, yeah. And at one point, and then I, I finished something and I got to go. I'm getting beat. Um, before he had passed away, we were actually talking about doing something musically together. So, yeah, he's a, he's, um, he's a super legend. Someone I, I could... And the thing is, he would always call me like out of the blue. Like, what was this? Oh, you forgot? No. Me, bro. <laughs> that's, that's dope. So, um, what I do is I say, I was blessed. I remember one of the first, first times. That was the first time I met on the phone. The next time we met, like in person like that, mm. we were at the Video Music Awards in LA with Arsenio Hall in the crowd and we were at the rehearsal with Prince. So we came to the door, Ed and I, they go, can we, can we go in and see the rehearsal? And they had to go ask um, Chick, Big Chick and his bodyguards. And they said, sure, y'all can come in. And there was a gaggle of people out there, MTV execs. They said, no, you can't get in. Uh, you and you. And then I walked through. Oh, shit. <laughs> we went inside the audience. And we're looking on stage and they're getting down. I'm like, well, where the hell is he? 
And we look down and he's in the stage watching them um, rehearse. So we're like, oh shoot, get out of here. We spot our studio. He comes up and we start talking. And then Prince walks back to us and he says, um, how do y'all think they went? I said, yo, they were, they were tight. Oh, did you do it again? No, man, That's I good. thought that was tight. Yo, they were good. Yep, that sucked. Let's do it again. Hey, Dr. Dre and that lover said, y'all suck. You need to do it again. Damn. All right, everybody. Woo, woo. And then he just did it again. And we were looking at each other like, yo, what, what, what the, what? <laughs> and he's turning around laughing at us. And we're laughing with him. And I'm sitting here, we're cracking up. And the funny thing about the whole incident, when we when they finally finished, and they were leaving the stage, he said, "Yeah, hey guys, what's up?" And he, and he, because they'll have like a full conversation in front of people with you. So he goes off. Our city, when we start talking about, "Hey man, when can we get on your show, man? We need to come guest host one day." So well, he's like, "You're right, because you know you guys are this, you know, giving each other compliments back and forth." We go to leave. All these texts are sitting outside, and they go, "So what did he say to you?" He said, don't tell y'all what he said. No, but what did he say? He said he prom made his promise that we can't tell you what he said. You're not going to tell us? No. And we walked away and they were all mad. No, <laughs> they were really mad. Like, how do y'all do that? That's that's wrong. Don't matter. It's life. Because <laughs> if he wanted you in there, you would have been in there. Right. Wow, that's crazy though because I, I didn't even know you guys had a relationship at all. That's why when you said Prince, I was like, "Oh shit, you gotta let me know how how you know Prince." That's crazy. Yo, I'm a Prince fan. I love I love Prince. Yo, you never know what happens when you make a decision, mm. and most of New York City is listening to you. Right. I've been very blessed to do the things I've done. I've been blessed with the folks that I know and I keep my relationships with some of them. I can say that I have a very small group of friends and a lot of acquaintances and colleagues in what I do. And I'm one of those people, I don't like name dropping just to drop a name. Right. So a lot of that's going to be in my book so that I'm writing, a couple of books I'm writing. So uh, when, when can we expect the book? Because I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm to read that. Uh, there's going to be two because when I first started the first part I finished it and then I held it back because of COVID because I didn't want to go out there trying to sign autographs with a hazmat suit on right. so <laughs> right. in waiting I decided to write the other part which tells what happened before I went to your own TV raps mm. which I think a lot of people are going to find that interesting Word. oh yeah you know, I got I got to read, read that thing because they just gave us a, it's going to be a, fun a glimpse so hell yeah. So it's, it's gonna be a little talking bit anytime fun. sooner, like like this year or next year, like like an approximate I have to let time. You know, I'll have to let you know because now right. we got to do another part to this interview. Oh, but no, for sure. Because I'm giving come beat. back anytime yeah, and tell us anything. You know, promote promote anything you want to promote. Wow, I appreciate your time, your efforts, your blessing, and your love. And anytime, yo. Anytime, doors open for you. Anytime, yo, you're a legend. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's been an honor. Yeah, it's an honor for real. Same here. Y'all be good now. All right. All right, yo. Stay in touch. Peace.
Right, peace. That's a legend. Yeah. That's legendary shit right there. Wow. This younger generation, they ain't won't get it. Nah. Let's go do some homework. Yeah. And let's go look up Dr. Dre. Spell out doctor, not dr. Wow. That way, that's how you. That's how I remember. I learned that early on how not to confuse them. Yeah. D O C. Yeah. And spell out the word doctor. Yeah. Go search him. You're on two raps. And see and just watch some old episodes. Yeah, yo. Them him and that lover, like they 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 held down hip hop for a while. Cause it wasn't Rap City wasn't there in the beginning at that time at first. Alright, to me they represent And Rap City wasn't that dope when it first started. Word. It, it took a minute for Rap City to get fired. Word. You know what I'm saying? And and it's and it's no slight to um to Fab Five, but they they are the better host to me. Word. To me they those episodes and the interviews were better to me than to Fab Five. Yeah, to me, they represent that era, the two eras. But don't forget, I mean? they were on at the same time at one point. Yeah. When they, when when like they you would said, switch off. But he was, like right. he said, they, like Fab was the weekends. Right, yeah. And they were the weekdays. Word. I remember I remember that era because I used to watch it every day on the weekdays, and then on Saturday morning, it was Fab. Yeah. I remember that shit. Sunday Yo. was the only day there was no episode. Yo, but it's dope to know MTV had no, 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 um, it's dope that no they, had them, they had freedom. Yeah. That was, that was dope that they would say, I'm playing this shit. 100%. We want, yeah. we want this person on. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's dope as fuck. Because we all know a lot of times it's politics where it's like, yeah. you got to interview now, him. You yeah. Gotta now, interview now, him. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you see why a lot of shit was so dope then. Yeah. Because it's pure. Yeah. And you see, but you see, that's why, why why I wanted to make it a point that, that we never do that type of shit. Nah. That's exactly what we do now. Word, like, bro. we don't interview nobody we don't want to talk to. Nah. It's not like, oh, can you, you know what I mean? Can, trust me, we've had people offer, like, can you interview so-and-so? Right. Or I know somebody you might want to yeah. interview. We've had that. Yeah. Or some people, can you play this song? If it's trash, we're not playing it. Wasn't, it. Yeah. Wasn't. So, like, so you know what I mean? We do, if you see somebody on the show, it's because we wanted to interview them. You know what I mean? If you hear some music on here, it's because we wanted to play it. For real. Not because we feel like we have to or somebody asked a favor or none of that shit. No, nah, big facts, yo. Like I tell everybody, we don't talk to nobody we don't want to talk to with the exception of Solar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a one time that, that was a one that time was a, exception. That, if you just, know hip hop, you know why we did that. Yeah, we was just doing investigative yeah, reports. Exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> That's a good segue. For real. You yeah. heard about about um investigative reports? Without what? Oh shit, that was well, a good wasn't segue. Wasn't it like one of the political people or something? No, no, I'm talking about on on Jizza album. Without what? Um just found out yesterday that in a, in a um, there's an interview with, with RZA and Nas talking to each other, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the song that that Nas was on. When they said that Nas had a verse for Liquid Swords, yeah. it was Investigate Reports. Yo, RZA said that he recorded it, so it exists. Yo, he said RZA said it's in the dungeon somewhere. So we have it. It exists. Nas Yo. on Investigate Reports, so. Why? Why that thing? I don't know. I, that's the that's the that's the answer I wanted. Why is that? Why why would you cut him off the song? Man, it could have been a label issue though, because you had yeah. to back then you had to really clear yeah. artists. I think that's why we didn't get a lot of joints, yo. Because like, you got to remember, there's two different labels. Like he got cleared, he got cleared to be on Cuban Links. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they was like, nah, you're not going over there. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing that. Yeah. Could have been label shit. Nah, for real, because that was on. There's a reminder him. Yeah. He said the same day you did, um, Verbal Intercourse. Cause he Yo. said the first beat he rapped to, he said, was investigate reports. Then he said, then you switched it and I wrote something else. And he said, yeah. Yo. He said you actually recorded it. He reminded him. He said you recorded that. He's like it's in the dungeon somewhere. 
Yo. So shit, it does exist. Because for years, I've been hearing people say yeah. he was supposed to be on Liquor Swords. Yeah. So now it's confirmation that it exists, and we know what song. That would be. Now wild. I just need to hear it. <laughs> That would be crazy right there. That's one of the, the fires joints on there. Yeah. What? That's one of my top three joints on there. I ain't mad at that. Yo. That's that's crazy now. Now it just more it makes it more all right, all right, like come on, what's up your vote? Shalin versus Wu, uh, the investigative reports. What you mean? <laughs> Which one you would want to see leak first, pause. Oh, you talking about you talking about um the the once upon time? Yeah. Oh, of course, the once upon a time. You would take that over. Yeah, because we're talking about one song. Yeah. I got to hear this because even though, this is the thing, the politics behind it is whack. Silver Rings is a person is whack. But we can't take away the fact that he's a dope producer, right? Right. And the fact is that he, he even though he did it in a, in a slimy way, it's a project with the whole clan yeah. and the Killer Bees on it. Right. That doesn't exist. Right. That doesn't exist. There's no album with the clan and all the Killer Bees on there, too. No, so that no, for sure, not for not for not for one song. No, I need to hear what what this. I want us to hear what they selling for four million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah, that's a good way for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, I really want to hear that investigative report. No, I think though, I think we might because you know things always spark combo. Like yeah. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah. It's a new interview, so who knows? The word keeps spreading on the internet. We might they might say Rizzo might say hey, you know, let me put this out because people gonna start asking for yeah. it. Trust. We or we might read. get it on Lost Tapes three maybe. Yeah, we could get yeah if if he dig it out the crazy. We we just need a we need a RZA Lost Tapes. Yeah, Wu Tang Lost Tapes. The fuck. Yo. You know what I'm saying? RZA got so much shit in the vault that you know he could probably just put together a fire album and just throw it out right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just just here, take these 12, 15 song hit path. You know he could do that. If you talk about shit like that in the vault, you got you got a, a, a Nas yeah. version on it. From liquor source, and it's just been the vote for fucking thirty years. Yeah, what else you got sitting in there with that song? Yo, what else was in I there? Mean, yo, I mean, look, yo, like, like when Deck was talking about um, putting together his first album again, you know, like he's saying, like, yeah, he said he's still trying to find somebody to, to, to yeah. clean that disc off, to try yeah, to, get the, to to retrieve what's left on it. Yeah, yo, that's how you. That's that how you know. That got frustration though, because yeah. like you're only, you're, it's, it's all on this one piece of physical shit. Yeah, and you but can't you can't get, get, you don't get, know how to yeah. get the info off. Yo, that's like trying to get into something you can't get. Like in. you and you, so you, you know, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know that that yeah. album meant a lot to him. Right? Yeah. I wouldn't like over either. I'd be like, man, somebody's gonna fucking crack this shit. Yo, we gotta, yo, I gotta, we gotta like start looking that up today. Hit up Steve Jobs. Y'all like Steve Jobs so much? For real, he knows how to do it. Trust. Nah, he's dead. (laughs) I mean, not Steve Jobs. What's up, dude? Elon Musk. No, no, no. Gates. Yeah. All these motherfuckers got the money. They trust me. They make anything happen. There's some experts out there that can definitely retrieve their data off of that. Martin (laughs) Scully. Shit. (laughs) Yo, you notice how low he's been? Yeah. This is home. Yeah. Ain't, you ain't heard Nothing. shit from him. Nah. No more talking shit. Nah. That motherfucker is shut down. He just shut down. That's it. Yeah. I thought he was going to come home and be talking shit. He must have got humbled. Yeah. <laughs> In jail, he must have got humbled. <laughs> nah, for real. Them, 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 motherfuckers, them motherfuckers took that ass. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. He got his ass took it. He came home a different different person. Yo. Different strokes humbled. for different folks. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he got humbled by by some hardcore Wu fans. Yeah, yeah. yo, he ain't the same no more. Shit, <laughs> he's humble as hell now. He's shame on the niggas. Shame on the niggas, deal. Shame on the niggas. That's crazy. That's a new theme shit. Shame on the niggas. Who <laughs> fuck? Why? Wicked chicken. Yo, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it's funny because I didn't even think about it until you just said that. I'm like, wait, he's been out for a couple months now. He's been quiet oh, as fuck. Oh, yeah. not a, not nothing. And you notice since he since he don't own the album no more, nobody wants to talk to him. Nobody's interviewing him. Nobody cares no more. Uh, That's what that was his claim to fame. Uh, he's I wanna, the guy with the Wu album. Uh, they need to interview the FBI cats that got the album. Yeah, like and, and all the motherfuckers that dubbed it, all yeah. the motherfuckers that put it on their motherfucking hard drives on on, on, on yeah. flash drives and brought it home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. I know for sure I did that if I was working there. Yeah. Let me bring my flash drive up in here real quick. Uh, probably some old white dude someplace. Yeah, <laughs> playing that shit in the comfort of his own home. Yeah. Play that in the log cabin drinking bourbon. Rocking to it too. Yeah. Uh that's that's the MVP right there. I give it I give it I give it two years max that we hear the whole album. Now that I know it's in the hands of a group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember now that it's not um, one person making a decision. Yeah. Now we're talking about a group of people. I remember that that joint they had on IG. Remember that um it's like some mini documentary. Yeah, about the people who bought it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, and they said they want the people here. That's the thing. Right. That's the key. They said they want to share it, mm-hmm. but they have to figure out a way to share it without breaking the contract. Maybe it might be an NFT. Yeah, they, they, that's that's one of the possibilities. People saying that people could pay yo, and then you want a piece of it. Yo, I'll I'll log, I'll get into that world ASAP. Yo, I don't, yeah, I don't care what, whatever they do, as long as the people can can actually listen to it. I'm in. Just just make it make it so that the real fans can hear that shit. Facts, yo. I understand everybody's frustration, like Ghost and Ghost, Ghost and Fuck that album. Yeah. I get it because they're tired. Of, they're tired of hearing about because they're like, yo, they, they, yo, you got the clan has never heard it. Yeah, they said Rez is the only person that's heard the whole album. Yo. so you got, you got to figure how frustration is, is built up over the years. Everybody wants this album talking about it. I haven't even heard it. I'm on that shit and I haven't heard it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'd be mad too. Like, damn, I couldn't even uh-huh. hear it. Rover, rover. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm trying to think when Silver Rings first announced it, that it was gonna be the Clan album. Nah. Oh, when he first did the, when it was gonna be a compilation shit. Yeah. Um, was that like '07? It was somewhere in that. I think I think '08 maybe. Yeah, in there, in that window, in that window, yeah, before 2010. Yeah, cause I know I had the I album, and he said it was gonna be a compilation, and then, um, no, first, no, first it was gonna be a Killer Priest solo album. He was gonna do with him because he told the story about how that didn't work out. And remember, I showed you he was talking yeah. about priests yeah. doing him dirty. Yeah, and then, um, then the next the next thing was gonna be a Killer B, um, a, a Silver Rings compilation, Killer B compilation produced by Silver Rings. Yeah, that was that, that was the last thing when he started playing all those beats. Yeah. I remember he had that that, yeah. that video that was a half hour long yeah. where you start playing all those ill yeah, beats. Yeah, was crazy. Yeah. Yo, you can't find that video. I, no, I found it one time. Remember I sent it to you? Yeah. I found it one time like a year ago because somebody re-uploaded it. Somebody saved it yeah. because it, 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 it showed up on YouTube twice Word. after it got taken down. So somebody owns it and, and if you yeah. catch it, you put, they put it back up. But he played, some of those are the ones I heard on, on the songs. So that he did use those beats. But the fact that then, then I know where they're talking about this clan album, so it was probably about five years went by. Yo, 
I know it was, was like, wait a second. It was joint as fire. Yeah, the, the beat. That's why I say can't take nothing away from the producer. Yo, because, like, the I album, the beats on there is crazy. Yo, the, 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 the I album tiny. would make a classic given to one of the generals. Yeah. A classic. For real. Like, that could have been an L deck album. You know what I'm saying? That could have been an L you got album. Yeah. No bullshit. It could have been. Like, for real, that setup, the way he put together, even sequence that way. Yeah. Given to one of the generals would have been crazy. Because all the beats on there, it was crazy. Yeah, that's why, that's why I had to, uh, uh, you know the instrumentals out there. Yeah. It's like, that's why I said I got to separate the man from the work. Because he's an asshole, you can tell. His whole demeanor, he's, he's, he's like cocky and shit now. Yeah. You know, like kind of, kind of a douchebag. But you can't take away from his sound. He he, he understands Wu-Tang sound. Word. Can't say he doesn't. He understands it as a fan because he's an ultimate fan, right. so he understands it. It's not. It's not like mathematics. Or, you know what I mean? He yeah. understands that sound. Right. Yeah. Math sound. Mathematics sounds like he, like he's trying to make a woo sound, but he yeah. doesn't understand it. It sounds it's like, like you should understand it better than these motherfuckers. Yeah, I never really. But he doesn't. But to me, the saga continues. Was like his some of his best beats though. It is, and then, and even that has plenty of flaws though. Even that's far from perfect, though. Yeah, cause I don't, I don't really go back to that. So what we was um saying before um we had, we had the calling, right. um we was talking about the Jay Worthy album. Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to tell the people the title. It's called, it's called, I'll take, uh, you take the credit, we'll take the check. Yeah. That's what's called. That's that's a hard <laughs> title. Jay Jay Worthy. Pause. Jay Worthy and <laughs> Harry Fraud. Yo. So I want to play all my shit that I was talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because, yeah, it surprised the fuck out of me. I was like, yo, he's really, like, it sounded like a motherfucker had just told him, yeah, you can't really rap. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. And he was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, it sounded yeah. sound like, uh, let me prove to you. Because yeah. this whole album, he sounds like he's rapping better than ever. Yeah. But yo. that one song sounded like, like, it's, it sounded like, no, this was dedicated to somebody. Like, yeah. this was like, oh, this is a fuck you to somebody who said some shit. Yeah, yo. Watch, watch when that Larry June and Alchemist drop. <laughs> Yo, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I learned not to assume. Like, who knows? Larry June might show his true colors. He yeah. might be a spitter on the low and just be on some nah shit. Nah, he is. He yeah. might drop some knowledge. He might, it might come with the 5%. No. L, who knows? He might come with the fires bars you ever heard. Who Yo, knows? Like, like Joe Claire did that one time. No, but yeah, Joe, that was not, yo, Joe Claire blew motherfuckers' minds one time. Was, yeah. Oh, shit, wait a second. Yo, like, nah, he, he was really barred yeah, up. Yeah, he just, he just that goofy motherfucker. <laughs> yo, he was spending knowledge at the same time. Yeah. I, I had I had a clue when, from when, the way he was talking when he had the Killer Priest interview. Yeah. When he had the Killer Priest interview, it was a clue, kind of. Like, like, that, like yeah, that's the type of realm he's in. Yeah, like, like he's with the shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think he's trying to... He, because he was a comedian, yeah. that he that, that's what he leans more towards goofiness. Yeah. Because well, you also think it seems like one of them dudes that beat your ass. Yeah. Like you're trying. Yeah. This is off that album, Jay Worthy, um, Harry Fraud. This is called Almighty. He goes in on this shit. Harry Fraud got the most soulful. I was handed out. For a white, let's go white. Y'all niggas ain't ready. <laughs> I'm Philly. Yeah. Okay, name some shit, I bet I been through it 
Like hell, I've been through it. Know my rights from wrongs, but bet a million like I still do it. Oh, that's your bitch that I ain't know and bet we ran through her. Had her on them greyhounds taking trips, she was a transmuler. Every day, my day off, what you say, boss, like I'm fair bueller. No, my this an AP, don't mistake me for a Frank Mueller. Go stupid, something like in Oakland, how they ghost Buicks. Hoes choosing hard to lead the game when you can still whoop it. Still moving, I ain't stopped since we was raised around music. Me, Ram and Kino, now I'm clicked up with CeeLo. Goody Mob, been from where I'm from, I never hood hop. Niggas waiting on my debut solo when that shit drop. Fuck the cops and the odds, let the bodies drop. Pour a half a thousand in my cup, we sipping Muddy Wine. Sippin' dirty Mac and doing all that pillow talk. My shit be ghetto raw, debating who the hardest out the section at the barbershop. I'm from the hardest block, out in Compton where they shooting docks. Gang banging so real, swear to God, this shit won't never stop. The almighty P, only thing that I hold high. Four five in my dickies, the deuce to the four line. Got off the phone with Bebo, he had to sock a nigga up. Stay out the set, I swear to God, he almost shot a nigga up. I'm so modest, that's on bloods, cause I can pull a nigga whole car. My homies bang the turf and doing life on level four yards. Back to tipping point, like I don't even care about this shit, cause four ball recipes got me rapping like four bent. And Lil L said, I got it, got it. Do it for the set. Fuck the ism gang banging. Got your bitches pussy wet. It just sound like just an animal. Like, like he don't yeah. rap like that. No, yeah. he's no. only all calm and shit. Yeah, it sounds like it's yeah. like he was talking to somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, who, who upset this motherfucker? Yeah. Now, now from a technical standpoint, I don't know if you caught it, but you can tell he punches in a lot. Yeah. Every couple of bars you can hear he punched in. It sounds different. Yeah, he punched in mad times. You can tell. He didn't he didn't spit that all the way through. Yeah. He did not. <laughs> he yeah. did. I still it doesn't take away that it's dope. But yeah. he did. I caught that shit. Yo, he's big punching in the lot. Not that I could tell. Yeah. It, it didn't seem like it. and yeah. anytime you see any footage of him in the studio, he yeah. seems to go straight through. Yeah. Like yo, got it. Yo, it's crazy how much big way you can spit like <laughs> Heavy D was like that. Yeah. Heavy D had crazy breath control when he when his verses like, uh, like oh shit, <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> without without the without the breathing sounds because you know a big pun you can always hear him go yeah yeah you can especially, hear that shit yeah, especially on yeah baby yo yo, I hear, yo I hear it in the title yo uh, yo no, yo damn <laughs> uh, some of them, um, some of them later verses you can hear him like it goes like like. Like yeah, that. yeah, it sounds like, like two verses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, nah. Like on the, on the like, this motherfucker's like dying. Like right when he's about to go in on um, it's so hard. <gasps> you yeah, yeah, you can hear him <laughs> take the breaths. And I'm like, y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't mute the mics on that. Like y'all, y'all could have engineered that out. A good engineer could have took those, could have did that. For yeah. real, you could have did that. Yeah, I was like, it was sounding crazy during during the last few things. It was sounding crazy. These last few. But they was keeping that. They want. They want to keep that in the track now, though. Nah. <laughs> the motherfuckers back then didn't have technology, and they they said we ain't got the patience. Yeah, because I, I thought it was a part of the yo. Because I thought it was a part of the beat till I heard the instrumental. Oh shit! You can even hear it on Band from TV. Yeah, this is their verse on Band from TV. Yeah, and hear how many times you can hear him take a breath. Throughout that whole, you can hear him take a deep breath, like between every like four or five yeah, bars. Yeah, what he says, oh, he said I was a bubblehead. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, for real. But he, he made it work though. Yeah, he doesn't make it work because people don't take it. No, nobody ever dissed him for it. Nah, I think I think everybody just understood. Hey, 
that's what it gotta be. This a, a, a big guy. No, but point point Saudi, like it's like some. Kind and of, they said he was sitting down. Like he said yeah. he should sit down when he recorded. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, like to me, to me, it just seems. I don't know. It seems like he just off off. He was sitting down, vibe. but he was sitting down in all the videos though. That's true. Except for you know. No, that's true though. That's true, but. It just made the vibe like I couldn't go to the studio and, and feel like and I don't know to sit and sit down and record yeah. verses. I don't know. Oh no, I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know, I just, but I understand he had to. Yo, but it felt like if you put like all the fat rappers on the on the track or whatever, yo, it'll be the LA shit. No, it probably would be the LA shit because I don't. Uh, no, no, not say all of them though. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's like for some reason, Chubb's not welcome. No, no, Chuck Brock's welcome. Not in the new shit. No, no, we talking nineties. Let's uh, say early, yeah, but say early nineties for him. No, Chuck no, Brock was a hit, and, and after Mob Deep and that type of shit was out, he wasn't hit. No, no, no. If we got Crooklyn Dodgers, Chuck Brock, he he, he would be the weakest on the track still though. No, nah, he'd be still the fire though. Yeah, but he's, he'd be the weakest link. If he was on it with what Big Pun, who he was still holding though. Big Pun, who else though? Oh, say Big Pun, Big. Um, who else? Big Pun and Big Who? Fat Joe? Fat Joe was nah. still Fat Joe at the time. Yeah, but Fat Joe was kind of like one of the cats I feel like wasn't Fat that. Joe was trash at that time, though. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the fat cats that wasn't that. Uh, he actually was pretty trash at that time. Yo, Marky D. No, he, nah, okay, he'd be the weakest link then. But he'd still be. <laughs> nah, come on. In the, in the, come on, in the 90s, that's when he fell off. He nah, had nah. he had a little, a little flash, like... Flashing fast in the pan and yeah, like yeah, what ninety one yeah. or ninety two or something. Yeah, shit? that typical reason. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. but that he didn't last through the Mob Deep Wu Tang Nas uh, era. Like, uh, that wasn't gonna happen. All right, people. So Pun, Big, Heavy D, Heavy D's pushing it. Yeah, but still, the but, Blue but, Funk. Let's say if it's, it's yeah. Blue Funk, Heavy D. Yeah, I mean, which which is on us. We gotta talk about. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I remember you said he was gonna. Oh, you didn't do it? Huh? What? Yeah, you done. Oh, what's that? Yesterday, I revisited my reviews yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I played that whole album yesterday, front to back. Yeah. First time I heard the whole album in, like, 20 years. Yeah. No bullshit. It's been that long since I actually Damn. heard the album, beginning to end. I was like, oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, well, 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 technically, revisits is is next, so we can get into that. Yeah. This album, Blue Funk, Heavy D, Blue Funk. This album... I do. I still. I still stand by what I said that it's it's, it's the best heavy D album. Right. I do stand by that still. Yeah. Now does it hold up as much as, as I remember? No. <laughs> no. Yo. It's the better of his albums, but it doesn't hold up as much at all. Damn, that's, that's like saying that, it's, it's dope, it's, but it's whack <laughs> because the lyrics is, is, is dated. Yeah. It's a lot of you know wiggity siggity type yeah, yeah. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People Shit, using any meeny miny moe and shit like that in rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, that type. That's why. Yeah, that's the only reason. It's like some of some of some of the, the shit songs could could hold weight today, right? If he didn't use certain words, word, certain phrases and certain bars in there, you'd be like, oh come on, yeah, yeah. None of that any mini mighty mo monkey see monkey do, yeah. None of that shit, and nah. there's a lot of that on here. Nobody calls weed blue funk. That too, huh? That the title track. Yo, <laughs> yo, Pete Rock. That's that. That's what that. That's like the most Pete Rock beat of all time. That's one of the beats where you just know yeah. it's Pete Rock. As soon as you hear it, five seconds, 
Yo, P. Yo, Rock made that. Yo, what you think P. Rock's process is? No, speech. no clue because he seems the more that you learn about him, the more it's like the more I learn about him, the more I wish I didn't learn about him. He seems to be weird, like a real weirdo. Yeah, he does. He does seem to be like like I odd don't, dude. I don't get it though. It don't seem odd to me. No, I feel like he like I believe what who said that shit about that he gets high and watches cartoons. Uh, he said himself, see us right? But then he said himself that he likes to get high and watch, yeah. and watch Marvel and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, he likes to watch old Incredible Hulk. That's what he said. Yeah. Episodes of Incredible Hulk, which is when, when Incredible Hulk was whack, by the way. 70s. Yeah. Luke no shit. So, I don't know. If that makes him make good beats, go for it. But he does seem like an odd dude. Pete Rock, I'm surprised when I saw that he, has, that he had a daughter, because he seems like a dude who gets no box. Yeah. Pete Rock comes across a dude that, what, what? that, even with some money, don't get no box. Nah, yo. No, he yo. does come across like that. Yo, he don't come across when CL Smooth when they was popping he seemed like he was getting the leftovers CL Smooth knock him down and then they go to his room or the ones he passed on go to P-Rock or Chicks was fucking P-Rock to get to CL Smooth that's what it seemed like for real it seemed like he was getting like the trickle down the throwaway box the carryover the rollover minutes he was getting the rollover minutes yo come on you think yo come on nothing about him he don't even Post to talk about anything that even relates to women at all. It's almost like got, it's almost like he's in a closet or some shit. Nah, nah, nah. Maybe he got Nothing a wife. Women, yeah. Okay, so talk about your wife. Uh, talk about he, don't, he never even talks about relationships or nothing though. It's always, but he'll be quick to to, to put his nose in somebody else's business <laughs> and talk some shit without even involving him. He'll be quick to have an opinion on somebody else's shit. He's quick to jump in somebody's shit like yo. So nobody be talking to him. So I'm like, nah, he got, he said he got mad skeletons. This shit. Nah, yo, uh, yo, why, why everybody disrespecting Pete? Yo, I, as a producer, like he's still that, that legendary guy, but he seems like an odd dude, like or out of outside the studio. Just because he, he get high, watch, watch. Yeah, you, you follow him, you see. Okay. He just seems, you see, like he just like it seems like somebody who's high all the time, and just posts what he's like he channel surfs, like sits there and channel surfs. Well, that's how much No but it seems like That's what he's doing 24-7 That's what it seems like Yeah It doesn't seem like this, Like There's he never no Yo as a producer Not one no, Not one live Or one video Of him making a beat Or him playing a beat Sometimes yeah. When's the last time He posted him Making a beat Shit. Yeah You don't even know Yeah but, but still though To me it's like <clears throat> You can go to his band camp Or whatever If you want All this music I'm just saying For somebody who's active Mm. Real active on social media, you don't show shit. You post about everybody else. He don't post nothing of his own his own life whatsoever. Yeah, he, he posts everybody else's shit though. Yeah, he was just posting the other day. He was out and about eating some like some Asian what? food. Yeah, that's about it. I'm saying we don't know shit about him. Put that way. We don't know <laughs> shit. Yeah, like you said, maybe he's married. You said maybe we don't know. We should at least know if you're married. If you're a legend again. You've been around a long time. We should at least know so much, so, something of your business. We know LL Cool J got a wife. We know Snoop got a wife. Whether he's fucking a thousand chicks or not, we know he got a wife. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know P. Rock. P. Rock might have a boyfriend. Nah. We don't even know at this point what's going on with Pete. We gotta get CEO Smooth on. Yeah. I, 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 hey, maybe maybe there was more more to what he was saying. He said, "Make my beat, you faggot." Yo. Maybe he meant some other shit. Nah. Maybe he meant it. Maybe that, he meant that shit. Yo, that CEO Smooth interview, one of the wildest interviews ever. I just wish there was a video of that. Yeah. 
a video of him spazzing of those, out like that because he was spazzing out. He, yeah. he was upset. He was like, I'm from where people get shot at the barber chair. Yeah, yeah sitting in the barber chair. I'm like, where? Are you from Mount Yo, Vernon? Yeah. But I'm like. <laughs> my eyes up there. I, I never heard of him being that wild. Well, I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, see how. Y'all a little too old to be talking like this now, yo. That was like 04. It, it, no, that's a fact, though. <laughs> I don't like the way he, the, the, he, the way he's been handling himself, too, is goofy as hell. For yo, real. you see, he's doing the he's doing the 30th anniversary tour for, for they reminisce. By himself? Yeah. He's doing an anniversary tour for one song. Oh, he's doing a tour for a song? For one song. Man, if you don't sit your ass down with that shit. That's a, yo. Yo. Let's, let's knock it off. Well, I get it. You got a legendary track and all that, but come on. But you oh, just I got to hit, hit Rose up. I got to hit Rose up. Yo. So, yeah, you going to the tour? <laughs> Yo, but this is crazy. The tour. Yo, how he's milking. I mean, I'm not mad to get your money. I ain't mad at that Yeah, at if you get a fine way to get money, get it. But sometimes things look away. Sometimes. It look a little, you know? Because it makes, makes people doubt that you still got it. Because, hey... Why don't you just keep hitting us with some new shit like Nas is doing? Yeah. Nas is not doing a tour of Illmatic. Yeah. Because he, he was told like, us he can make some new shit. Yeah. Yo, because that's why Jay don't go around Reasonable Doubt all day. Yeah. Like, he barely performs Reasonable Doubt songs. Because yeah. it seems like once you do that, you're saying that this is my best. This is all I can offer you. Yeah, even Ghost said it. Remember that, that interview Ghost had um, when he was in the back of the level? He was like, when he was talking about Supreme clientele too, he mm-hmm. was like, um, he ain't he don't want somebody coming out saying he's rapping like, you know, back then. Yeah. You know me? Because like, yo. But all, not that far off topic, but yeah, it started with the heavy D with funk. Yeah. How do you feel about this album? Because you never told me, we never talked about it, so I didn't know if yeah. you do you do you even like this album? Yeah, I love this album. Do you still love it? Yeah. For real. Yeah. See, this didn't hold up for me. It's still the best of his shit because this this is like none of that. There's none of that clubhouse shit on here. Yeah. None of that dance shit. Like none of that's that, on here. That's at all. a misconception. No, I'm just saying none of that type of shit. You know, now we found love. None yeah. of those type of songs is on here at all. Right. I give him that. But it's like a generic '90s sound. Right. Like a sound that's not it's not nostalgia in a good way. Yeah. It's not. It sounds dated. This album sounds dated. This album sounds older than it is. Yeah, like... Let's remember when this album came out. You know what year this album came out, right? 92, right? No. No, it's gotta be... It's later than that. Who the fuck is definitely... Gotta be later than 92. 90, let me see. 92. This has gotta be... This has gotta be like 94. No, no. Nothing but love is 94. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's 93. 93? Yeah. Blue Funk? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta think. Dirty Six Chambers and, and, and Souls of yeah, it sounds yeah compared Come to on. that, it sounds out of date. Yeah, but like those albums still joints, hold up though. This but the stuff, joints this doesn't hold up like that. No, no, but there's joints only that still do, like Love Sexy. I don't like the, the it's the it's the way he says certain things that to make it dated. That's all. Some yeah. of the phrases. That's all. It's yeah. The content. He raps certain words and stuff that's like oh come on. Yeah, it's come like on. it's like when PMD be saying Jock. Yes. Like nobody says jock. Yeah. Nobody nobody's yeah. been saying that since eighty nine. Yeah. They stopped saying that while you were saying it still. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but the highlight to me of this album is um what's it called? Hiccups of Hefster. 
Yeah. Because that's probably the, the most, like, hard song. Yeah. On here. When he sounds like he's really trying to just go, go in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That and a bunch of niggas. <laughs> it's classic. And at the same time, I don't like it for, I don't like it for the, for the title. I don't yeah, like the title for, is wild. Well, and, and, and not just the title, yeah. but because it's the hook. Yeah. And that's why I don't like it. What? Because, I mean, I'm not sure who, what they were thinking. Who's in the it house sounds, sounds, A bunch of niggas. Like, yeah, it almost it sounds like, super like negative. Yeah, like slaves. Oh, Who's all right? Just a bunch of niggas. Yeah. It sounds ignorant. No, I don't care who they are. Who's that rapping? Ah, uh, some niggas. It's a bunch yeah. of them. Yo. Yeah, I'm like, wait. Yo, like, imagine if you was a heavy fan, and then you see, you look at the, the track listing and see that. I'm like, a bunch of niggas. It's the last song, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you ended yeah, up. Yeah, but put this at the end just in case motherfuckers ain't feeling they won't, they won't, so they won't stop it. Yeah. They will stop the shit this is the first song. Yeah. But uh, besides that, this... This is legendary for having Big, Heavy, and Guru. We got three deceased MCs yeah. on this song. That's crazy. Like, you got to think about it. Playing it back, it, it, it hits different. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I forgot Guru's on this at first. Yeah. I, I really forgot. I was like, oh, shit, Guru's on this too. You know what I'm saying? This is the big before he was popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is that, this is that big. But. It should have been a video to that. Yeah, but you know why? Because they couldn't figure out how to do a clean version of the song. Yeah. That's the reason there isn't. Yeah. What you gonna call it? A bunch of brothers? <laughs> Who's the one? A bunch of brothers. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna call it? <laughs> a bunch of brothers. <laughs> that's, that's why. Trust Yo. me, they couldn't figure out how to do that. Yo, you seen Just Ice? He oh, was goddamn. You seen him dissing half? No, but I know it's bad news when you say Just Ice anything. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Just Ice is one of the people that always acts like he has a bigger part in hip hop than he Nobody gives a fuck about Just Ice. Fact. We don't care about Just Ice. Outside of the few songs. What, three songs? Not even? Shit. Yeah, because yo. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, he said that Heavy D stole Don't Curse from, from them. Because he said that, I guess him and KRS was having a convo about mm. doing a song like that. And he said Heavy D put it out like two years later. Mm. But I'm like, yo. Well, just check out Rakim's catalog. He invented Don't Curse. Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't, and I don't like that song like that anyway, so it's, relax. It's all right. Yeah. It's not like he stole like a hit record from him. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. So the other, the other revisit, which was a first for you, was Kwame Boy Genius. For real. Yeah. I couldn't believe you never heard this before. Nah. That's why I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. To nah, me, that's wild. Yeah. Yo, and the rhythm is like one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm surprised you never heard the album. Yeah, and the rhythm is, is still my favorite Kwame song. It's my favorite yeah. Kwame song. It's over Cala. Yo, to me, it's one of the Ellie's feel good joints. Yeah, it's just one of the, yo that beat is ill. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, that's one of the <laughs> beats Ill. that still sound Ill. I'm surprised nobody touched that. Nah, like, nah, don't do it. No, don't do it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, no, I'm not, say, I'm not suggesting it. Yeah, over there. yeah, I'm not suggesting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying I'm surprised because they usually try. Yeah, yeah, don't touch it. Especially you drill motherfuckers. Don't touch that shit. I want to hear five year old pouring the rhythm. I looked up some drill instrumentals over the weekend. For what? <laughs> just, just what the see. fuck is you doing? <laughs> what are you up to? Yeah, I, I was just, you know, just Man, testing something out. Testing something, huh? <laughs> you said I do that and call Chris Hansen. Oh, shit, I know what this is. I just want to test it. 
That's a wild episode. He said, I just want to test it. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, I was dying when I saw that shit. Yeah, what the fuck just, you just say? Like that, like that just sounded like his brain just went in there. Yeah, I know, I know what this is, but he I had just want to test it out. Why like, would you want to test this out again? Like, he had a glitch. Yeah, he was, yeah, he, exactly. When you just, his brain just skipped. You know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Say yeah. something. Yo, yo, <laughs> I got an ill idea, yo. We need to do a, a commentary on um, To Catch a Predator with a gift. Mm. <laughs> like on those old episodes. Let me tell you. He's getting, he's just part, another perfect segue because, so, um, it's funny as hell because I was talking yesterday about commentary because I got a couple ideas. Because, yeah. you know, we skipped them. It's been like a month. Right. So, I'm going to give Sandra her credit. Because she came with the idea, but I'm like, I'm, t- I'm taking the idea. I'm definitely using this. So, you know the you know the, the, the air horns? The ones you get in a can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got some of those. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Yo, she I said, know where you Yep, she said, hit Vaughn with that every time he falls asleep. <laughs> she said, if he falls asleep during the movie, hit him with the air horn. I was like, yo, that's a bomb idea. I was like, yep. I'm gonna do that. So for now, when you hear the commentary, if you hear that that loud air horn, you know what that is. Yo, <laughs> you'll be like, hell yeah! I was like, I'm using this shit. Yeah, I'm a, hell yeah! This motherfucker gonna jump out the chair. Motherfucker knock you out. Motherfucker jump shit. out. Motherfucker <laughs> jump out of shoes. Yeah, nah, that shit might say. <laughs> shit go to yo. <laughs> Spidey oh, reaction gonna kick out. I was like, yo, that's a great idea. I was like, I'm sorry, but this is nah, great. Nah, I'm down with it. <laughs> you won't be down after the first time. You gonna be pissed. No, I'm down with it, yo. I'm up gonna, gonna leave mad. Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how'd you feel about this album though? After after hearing the whole album. Yeah, it's only about eight songs, nine. Yeah, short. it's real short. Yeah, He talked about how he recorded this in like two days, yeah. and he had a certain budget. Like he had to, you know, go in there and and he recorded yeah. by himself. Yeah. This is like early. He had to do. He had to record the shit like engineer, and then go and record his vocals and shit. Yo, then Paul C got something to do. I think I believe so. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Like, um, you recorded it all in one setting. But yeah, I know I love this album, but the rhythm is still the the, the one. Like, yeah. the, that's the that's best song on. Yeah, it is. It still is. He you know did. I mean? That was a case of picking the right single. Yeah, you did pick. You picked the best song. That's the song to leave with. Because the rest of the album don't sound like that. And the rest of it's not as good. Nah. It's alright, but it's not as good. Nah. But you also can tell the influence that he was he was around Herbie and them. Yeah. Cause it sounds salt and pepper. Yeah, this like one, the rhythm. Here, no, this one joints in here that like that like on. Um, I'm playing something right now. And tell me, yo. The, tell me this here right here. But the mic is mine. Nah. That's a that's a pause one too. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> nah, tell me this don't sound like. Cause <laughs> I remember t- seeing Kid and playing him talking about how Kwame was there around the time. Like he was he was kind of like like their son. Yeah. Like he was like underneath them. Yeah. But on um, this set, this right here, tell me this don't sound like Kid to Play. Shit, well, Kid to Play should be on this shit. Right? That sounds like Kid Play shit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's that shit sounds like that, that's, that's some shit. But yo, who's. But, when I be listening to shit like this, I be like, damn, I wish there was feel good joints like that still. Yeah, no, that's why that's why I returned to like like we did the episode about the um, the happy hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. because 
the, the, that's the playlist. That's yeah. the stuff I listen to, and, and it's stuff on it. It's, it's early Will Smith shit. You know what I'm saying? It's kid yeah. play. Yeah. It's stuff that <clears throat> that was that felt good, but it felt corny. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not. It's, it's not feeling like, ice. Like what was the last joint that was like that? Shit. Couldn't tell that you. Was recent. No, there's no reason. Nah. That's done. That, that vibe is gone because that was the vibe when like a motherfucker the house party, the whole house party scene. Yeah. Died. Yeah. When motherfuckers would go to house party and, and actually get like that was realistic. I house party you. one yeah. is super realistic. Motherfuckers would go to the house party and dance their ass off. Yeah, I forget. Yo, my cousin say only cousin, he says wow shit. He was like, yo, he said like after ninety two people stopped being nice. Shit. <laughs> and the one thing the dancing died with that too. That's why that's yeah. why house party one yeah. is so accurate because I remember going to house parties where dudes would actually be dancing and all this crazy shit. It'd be like well you saw that movie? Right. Happened. Yeah. Go to a house party now. Everybody's Everybody standing, standing or sitting and drinking and smoking. Everybody on the, on yeah. the phone. There's no DJ. At the average party nah. don't even have a DJ no more. No, nah, they playing they, they playing on demand. They, they got music. Alexa. Alexa. No, nah, no. Nah, they playing <laughs> play, music. Play Little Baby. Yeah, like you playing the same <laughs> damn playlist that you play any other day. That You know yeah. what I mean? There's no DJ controlling. You know what I'm saying? There's no... There's no like, like they should do that. Like what Martin was like, just trying to do, um, grab a partner. Mm-hmm. Just, they should do that shit. All right, we're going to throw the slow jam. They will no do that back jam. in the day. Grab a check, we're going to throw the slow jam on. Like that shit jam. was real. That ain't no such thing no more. Nah. Ain't no R&D no more. That's who. You know what I'm saying? But, so yeah, but I, I, I can feel the vibe. Like this fits right in the, the, the category of Kid and Play albums. Yeah. It does. His first two albums feel like that same shit. You got a second album? Kwame got four albums. Yeah. yeah. I got a peak. <laughs> the first two albums are good. It, the, the second album is actually better than this album. Word, you, it is. It's a much better. The, the second album is a much better album. You don't remember yeah. Only You and all that shit? Mm-mm. I'm surprised. Nah. It, it, the second album is much better. The rhythm is still my favorite Kwame song, but the overall album, the second album is better. Yeah. Then he had a third album that, that was just okay. Then he had a fourth album that was whack. The fourth album is when came out when Big was out, and that's what killed his uh, whole shit. Yeah, so nobody was fucking with him at all. This is his fourth album. Yeah, man, nah. So he, but he, he was, was trying to do some more hardcore type of shit in the fourth album because he knew that it was over for him. And that, you know uh-huh. what I mean? He tried, he tried to make it a little more serious and not not uh-huh. fun. And Kwame is not the guy you want. To be serious, nah, it's not nah. his style. Nah, if you you follow my IG, nah, oh you gotta follow him. Yeah. <clears throat> you can see that this is real personality. Yeah, everything is. He does a shit called Toy Toy Thursday or Toy yeah. Tuesday. Oh, is it? Like, toys, and he brings out he collects toys. Yeah, he brings out He Man and Voltron and shit yeah, Transformers. Yeah, he he has a huge collection of, of all these toys yeah. and, and lunch boxes and shit. Yeah. and everything is all fun and smiley. Like he's, you can Word. tell he's really that happy guy. Yeah, the polka dots. That's him. So yeah. he tried to do a, a serious type of album. I was like, that's why I wasn't hitting. Yo, was it like Hammer's album? Hey, honey. No, nah, it's worse because I did, cause I like some George Hammer. Yeah. And, and we know Hammer's that guy in real life now. Right. Kwame's not that guy in real life. You can see on his IG. Yeah. He's not. He's he's a he's a smiling, happy dude. Yeah. You see, they showed him, he, he took live video of him at Comic-Con. Right. And him, you know, he's, he's with all that shit. He's, he's like with the cartoon and video game comic shit, the nerd that's shit. Dope. You know what I mean? But he's always having fun. I'm like, yo, he got some ill collectibles in his collection. Yeah. Go follow him. I think his I think his page is called Kwame Vision. Word. If I found correctly. I yo, he's an ill producer Vision. though. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about his production credits and songwriting credits. Yeah. Cause his name is K one. 
He wrote some. He wrote. He wrote a lot of Vivian Green shit. He put her yeah, on. And he Vivian Green is fire. He wrote most of her um most of her first um couple albums. Yeah. He produced and wrote most of those songs. Oh damn! I didn't know you wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fire. he's not. Well, he's one of them cats that's not in the public eye anymore. But he trust. He's still getting money. Um, music money. Yeah. <laughs> he's still. He's still good doing his thing. But yeah, man, go follow him. Go follow Kwame. But yeah, and you should go check the second album. Oh yeah, and, and, and the last one just so you can see the difference. So you can yeah. see.